Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Hello everyone, welcome to a bit of a special episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. I'm Krista Greer, I'm doing the intro this week because Dave, who usually does them, he's full of cold and he sounds like someone doing a kind of a cartoon parody of a man whose nose is blocked up, so he sounds like an absolute twat and decided he didn't want to do the intro anyway. So you've got me this time, and this episode is the first of our kind of our 1991 roundups. We've already gone through all of the number one albums. And we're now into kind of the looking back, summing it all up, deciding what was good and what was bad bit. This particular episode is just looking at the hip-hop albums that were released in 1991 because it was a really big year for hip-hop. And being as Dave and I are both big fans of the genre, we wanted to kind of have a a deep look and see what was going on, what new things were coming through, which uh, the big acts were still on the go, all that sort of stuff. And we are joined this episode by the stand-up comic and all-round good guy Rob Mulholland, who is another big hip-hop fan. And so we decided to get him in to help us out look at the, the, the albums of the year, uh, go through our top fives and talk about what was good and what was bad. If you haven't heard of Rob Mulholland, then, uh, you know, get in there and have a look. He has a full hour-long stand-up special uh, called Too Big to Fail up on YouTube. So go and search that out. It is absolutely fucking brilliant. I went and saw it uh, when I was up in Edinburgh. It is fantastic. Um, Rob is very knowledgeable about hip-hop as well, and so it was good to have a, a proper chat with him. We'll give all of his kind of website details and stuff in the description as well, and links to various bits. But big thanks to him for coming on. But uh, we should warn you... Just because this is, you know, an episode all about hip-hop, and it's three of us getting very excitable, there's more swearing than usual in this one. So, you know, if you're not into that, if that's one of the things you don't like about our podcast, this might be one that isn't for you. Definitely not one to have on in the car with the kids in there as well. And, uh, I mean, I suppose, you know, it goes without saying, if you're not into hip-hop, you might not want to check this one out either, because it is really nothing else except hip-hop it's you know we do have a lot of fun and there are some very funny bits in here but it is all based around rap and hip-hop so feel free to skip this one and just uh, you can you can listen to one of the ones from this year again you know a classic pcl podcast or go and check out rob mulholland's own podcast rob mulholland has an opinion the other thing that i want to point out is that because we were recording uh, three microphones in our usual two microphone setup we didn't really know what was going to happen, and it doesn't sound quite as good as it sometimes does. It is a little bit of an echo because some mics picked up the other bits and pieces. So, you know, it is what it is. It's a free podcast. Get what you're giving. I think that's pretty much it for the intro, though. Uh, we'll get into this. You can check out what our top five hip-hop albums of 1991 are. And we'll be back next week with kind of the, the next bit of our uh, 1991 roundup where we're looking at everything else that wasn't hip-hop released this year, our favourite albums, and what else was going on. So that that's all to come. But enough of this, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, see you later.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. My name is Dave Fensom. I'm Chris DeGreer. And today we are joined by a very special guest. We have got my main man, Rob Mulholland, in the place. Hello! As you can hear from uh, Robbie's loud and northern. So, uh, yeah, uh, opinions expressed are entirely his. Do you they have are, to say yeah. both those words? That's tautology. What, loud and northern? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have quiet northerners. You know, they, they, they Peter exist. Brush. Exactly, there you go, there's there you one. Go. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Brush, who's definitely not listening to this podcast. No, definitely not. Like, he is, uh, like, I don't know if he, how much of a hip-hop head he is. Myra Hindley. So. Myra Hindley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, We're quiet. going straight from Peter Brush into Myra Hindley. <laughs> it's a quiet Fucking one. Fucking fair play. If you're Harold Shipman didn't make a lot of noise. Went about his business very quietly. <laughs> Stealthy, some yeah, Exactly, say. exactly. So, you the know. silent killer. Yeah. <laughs> That's pneumonia. Um... <laughs> Well, that's a rattling killer. <laughs> anyway, Rob mm. is a uh, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Uh, check out his new uh, live special on YouTube. We'll yeah, do some too plugs big at to the fail. End. I'll do it now. Fuck it. Watch yeah. my special. <laughs> <laughs> right. So look, basically, the reason we brought Rob in is we, today we are talking about the best hip hop albums of 1991. Uh, yeah. We thought we'd better bring in a voice of someone from the youth culture. So we've brought in a man in his thirties. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let, let, let's uh, let's do a hip hop album review. Three white guys from Britain. <laughs> Tell people we're white. I bet they fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> you have a powerful white aura. Mate, I, you mean I had this high top fade cut for nothing? <laughs> fucking hell. So, right, lads, so the reason we're doing this uh, today is obviously uh, at the end of the year, we typically do a best of uh, the albums. I say typically, we've done one of them so far. This is the second year. Uh, but there's so much good hip hop coming out this year, we thought we'd do a special about it because we wanted to chat some shit about hip hop, and it's our fucking podcast. So, why wouldn't we? Um, so, so yeah, like we're going to talk uh, about some of the records that didn't make it up front. We're going to chat about our relationship with hip hop, and then we're going to do a top five for me, Krista. Rob would have had one, but he didn't bother. Yeah, so, could um, be ours. You're lucky to have me. <laughs> to be to be fair, we had a long drive yesterday. I did have a very long drive, and I was listening to a lot of 1991 hip hop, but I forgot to write down which ones are my favourites. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So look, we know where we're at, Krista. 1991. What were you doing with hip hop? No, no, well, it was probably the. I mean, by the end of 91, yeah. I would say I was a year and a bit into listening to hip-hop in, in yeah. any sort of way. I was a late starter in terms of I wasn't doing any of that 87, 88 stuff unless it was in the charts and I saw it on Top of the Pops. Yeah. It wasn't until I heard uh, De La Soul's first album, released in 89, I probably heard it start in 1990, got interested, went back from there a couple of years. But by the end of 91, I was very, very interested. I wasn't... Uh, getting into a lot of the underground stuff because it was very tough to get hold of. Oh, mate, it was a fucking was a nightmare to actually to get. It's off your Spotify's back then, didn't Certainly they? Fucking not. These kids don't know the board. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was listening to whatever I could. I was buying whatever I could and trying to keep up with the big stuff. Really, Wicked, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, back in those days, we had to tap out our own records into wax cylinders, didn't we? <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking like Morse code. Yeah, I mean, I was saying. I mean, I might like I said, I got into. Uh, NWA about 1988 I would say because my mate copied me and had loads of swear words in it so mm, I fucking yeah, loved yeah. it oh, yeah. that was the and, best yeah. bit and that's, yeah of course it was man yeah. swear words and it was rude about girls and I didn't yeah. really understand girls but I knew I wanted them yeah. uh, so I was like oh well this must be the way to get them <laughs> be really rude and yeah, rude. Yeah, call them a bitch <laughs> they love it they love it <laughs> D- didn't work still a virgin now um <laughs> but yeah I mean basically we, you know, where, where we're at with it I mean I, by the time 91 came around 
but talked about Michael Jackson last week. But I, my what I was really wanting was hip hop records. Right. And every time I had the opportunity to buy something, I had a bit of cash in my pocket. It was hip hop. I was going up to Soul Sense in Luton, uh-huh. which was the only place you could go and uh, and get underground hip hop. Uh, unfortunately for me, because I was not one of the cool kids at school, it was also a spot I could get quite badly beaten up in. So <laughs> I really good. fucking did bleed for my own. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, right. So man, you were you were how old were you? In, right in 1991, I was three. Fuck. So Rob. I'll be honest, I wasn't listening to a lot of NWA. Right. <laughs> Mostly De La Soul. Mostly yeah. De La Soul. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Start with the more gentle stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, yeah. Obviously, that isn't particularly my era. Like, what got me into hip hop was Eminem and Dre. Uh, forget about Dre. Was like my first single I bought. Uh, nice. Like, you know, like all this. That's like, a fucking banger. Yeah, exactly. So that was sort of like the era that got me into it. But then, like. Um, it was like when I moved to uni, really, like I'd listened to a few hip hop tracks, but I moved to uni when I was 18 because I was a northern indie boy, basically. I was into mm-hmm. like the Strokes and the Libertines. But, uh, I, you know, I still am, fuck off. Uh, but I moved, to, I moved to London, I moved in with a hip hop producer and a graffiti artist and an MC in my halls. Jesus Christ, this yeah. is some sort of TV show. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like it was crazy. So I'd gone from knowing fuck all about hip hop, like, you know, just knowing the odd, like, uh, big track, and then just thrown into. All day, every day in our flat, it was constant right. wall-to-wall hip-hop. And, uh, yeah, the first day I moved in, we got stoned and they played me Wu-Tang and my head fell off. And, wow, nice. uh, okay. like, you know, like, they played me uh, 36 Chambers and I was like, well, I'm going to listen to this forever. Right, I see. Um, changed direction. So, since then, you know, like, pretty much all I listen to nowadays is hip-hop. Like, Really? Yeah, like, 95% of my music listening is hip-hop now. Because whenever uh, we were talking about doing this particular podcast, mm-hmm. me and Dave, uh uh, Dave said, "Oh look, let's see if we can get Rob on." Mm. And I'd seen your stand-up and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. knew nothing about you. He went, "No, seriously, Rob is a massive hip-hop head." Yes, I am. I'm obsessed with hip-hop. But the the, the the thing with it is, unless we will discover as we go, I listen to music in a really weird way. And oh, I think yes. like often like hip-hop fandom can be like insanely nerdy. Like everyone knows, oh, yeah. like uh, every producer on every beat and all this. And I don't know any of that. I just like the music, right? So like, I will like, I listen to it in a weird way as well. I will like stick on like a whole album or like a whole discography of someone. Oh yeah. I will download a discography of an artist and listen to it start to finish. Like I'll be like, today I'm listening to every Jay Z song. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Or don't then, do like, that. Wow. <laughs> I fucking don't listen to every Jay Z. Oh mate, song. I fucking love that. I, like, I, mean, I, I love, love Jay. I love Jay Z, but I don't want to listen to everyone because you get at some point you're gonna have to listen to Hardlock Knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, mate. Look, don't get me wrong. There was, there were a few late. So, like, look, I might stop at Black Album. Like, you know, like okay. I, I, I might pull back at a certain point. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I listen to a lot of like mixes and stuff as well. Like, okay. um, and like we were talking before about a lot of mixes called the Rub. Yes, um, which absolutely. Are, like yeah. year by year, and like I listen to '91 sort of catch it back up. I love stuff like that. Like, um, so like I will know right. the song with you on that, but I might not necessarily know who did it, what the name of the song is, because I listen to them constantly, but I don't really like check the liner notes. Like, I don't listen to no, songs like a 15 year old girl lying on my front on my bed kicking me legs in the air. The problem is, mate, right? I was 15 and 16 when this stuff comes out, and that's yeah. exactly how it's Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> totally. I think it's totally. a lot of liner notes, because like, the majority of this stuff that I was listening to in 1991 was copied off third hand. Yeah, somewhere yeah, because sure. this, this is the thing, like we mentioned this before, right? you couldn't get hold of this shit, man. Mm, you couldn't, yeah. like, because at this point, hip-hop started, we talk about 91 a bit, hip-hop is starting to break into the mainstream in the US, right? But it's not really doing it here. It's still very much an indie mag, Led mm-hmm. thing. You've got you know things like MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice are hitting big chart points in the UK, yeah. 
but it's not still doing what it is in America. Like, fucking Hammer was like number one all summer in America. Oh, God. We yeah. had Brian Adams. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, totally. And we, we've talked on a couple of shows that have just been, um, for example, whenever you see NWA yeah. released always into something, and it went into the charts at 63. Yeah. No one gave a fuck. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But like you said, that was their first single back off Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. And in the UK, it's just more of a, all right, well, 300 people are going to go and buy that day one. And no one else cares. Whereas yeah. in the States, it was big enough to generate a film. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now like, everyone pretends they were into them at the time. Oh, the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that thing, like, people retroactively try and make themselves look so cool. Yeah. Like, when I, when I was, like, my first single I ever bought, right, like, uh, first single I ever bought was by North and South, who were a uh, manufactured pop group for a children's TV show. I remember them, mate. Yeah, I remember them. They were absolutely fucking atrocious, but I was 13, I thought they were cool. Like, uh, you know, what was like, that song? I, I'm a man, not a boy. That's... A man, not a boy. <laughs> Fucking awful. <laughs> Everyone tries to pretend they were cool when oh, they were wow. twelve. Fuck off! You were twelve. Mate, I'm not cool now. No, oh, I'm, I'm very much aware. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and there's a pot calling the kettle black. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> there was hip hop in the UK at that point, though, wasn't there? It was like London boys. There was stuff around. I mean, it was, yeah, the, but the, it's really, really niche at that point, isn't it? Very much. I mean, the Hijack album came out in 91. Mm. The Horns of Jericho album was yeah, 91. Yeah. And it is fantastic. Mm. Uh, it is very of its time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was that sound was kind of the condensed UK sound. Sure. But is everyone it was still rapping in an American accent a bit in the I mean, UK? Weren't Hijack they? weren't, but yeah, people like Eric, uh, Derek B, rather, had yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff. They've yeah. gone through. Derek but, B and Hakeem. But, but yeah. <laughs> by the time we got to. Uh, you know, like Hijack and Gunshot, they were doing a very London-centric thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounded different. Well, it was, yeah, it was like, you know, it was like a London posse as well. London posse yeah. were the big fucking UK crew in a lot yeah, of ways, weren't yeah. they? So it broke through, obviously, got fucking uh, Rodney P, obviously, yeah, still yeah. fucking roaming out. So, yeah, 91, we're seeing the rise of hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, yeah and a- we're seeing a change in, in the air. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like this kind of nexus point. We were kind of chatting off mic before we started recording it, and I think this is a really crucial bit, because up until this point, the, the acts that have kind of made hip-hop big, so you like your Boogie Down Productions, like uh-huh. Cool Mo D, Big Daddy Kane, like Public Enemy to a point, and I know we yeah, kind of yeah. differ we'll on this that. a bit, right? Chub Rock, Freestyle Fellowship, Digital Underground, Def Jeff, they're all dropping records this year, right? Mm-hmm. But they're all pretty much the last big records that they'll drop because something's changing and like uh you know you're starting to get this hip-hop has become this commercial thing now where people can you don't have to necessarily water hip-hop down to the same degrees you used to in the states and you'll see with some of the records we'll talk now people start to score these massive fucking chart smashes Mm -hmm. with what were essentially gangster records right okay yeah Uh, stylistically there's a big change around now i feel like i feel like um i feel like 91 sort of the cusp where it's sort of Going away from the older 80s style, like, particularly in, in how people rap, it really changes around. Oh, they're actual... Like, the, 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 flows. The, the flows are much different. Because obviously, like, Rakim changed everything. Sure. You know, like, yeah. completely. He basically invented multis and putting rhymes in the middle of, uh-huh. uh, your, your, you know, your bars. But then, like, around 91, it's, like, really interesting listening to back to so many of these records. Because there are some people who are still rhyming, like, monosyllabic. Like, there's still some people rhyming cat with hat. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's all that, uh, my name is Jeff and I'm here to say. And there's still a little <laughs> bit of that sort of style. Yeah, super on beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I know but then exactly you're also, you but around now, you're starting to get MCs, get that more sort of, like, jazzy flow. And mm-hmm. uh, it's sort of, like, yeah, just a bit more abstract with their flows. The rhymes are becoming Trying a bit more interesting. Stuff. The production 
production's becoming more interesting as well. It sort of it splits off into a lot of different styles around now, uh-huh. and you get a sort of um, it's becoming well, yeah. a more diverse genre. Sure, yeah. I mean, I suppose over the past like couple of years, pre ninety one, you had seen a uh, very different thing because you got NWA doing like the gangster thing. Yeah, you do have Della Soul and the Native Tongues going mm. a different direction. A, yeah, yeah. You got the pop stuff as well. So yeah, you're starting to see the fragmenting, but by ninety one. They're really going for it all over the place. This is so it. They're becoming more settled brands. in those sort of branches. They're yeah. becoming like more defined. Um, yeah, this like, is this is exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are accepting it. Yeah. Well, people start playing. You know, the, you've been going long enough, and now that things have started to become a trope. So people oh. are because obviously hip hop is always super self-referential. Sure. So like, yeah. it's, it's you know it's the ultimate kind of like kind of post-modern genre in terms of lyrical content and the way that people kind of use pop culture things. It's like mm. fucking years before Quentin Tarantino would fuck around with the movie. Do you know right, what I mean? Sure. Right? Yeah. So it's always it's always had that thing going on, but now hip-hop is starting to reference itself a lot more. And re- and because it's so self-referential, it's so, it reinvents itself mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's obviously from the, the lyrical point of view. Obviously, you've always been more of a beats man than a lyrics yeah, guy. Uh, I've always been... If, if, if I could listen to the instrumental of a hip-hop and, track and enjoy it, I'm in. Yeah. I don't necessarily have to have uh, a, a decent lyric. I'm much right. more about the rhythm and the bass. Yeah, see, like, yeah, it, like the, no you know, the beat. The beat will hook me in, but like, I need uh, what'll really make me love a track is a sick verse. Right, like, sure. that's what'll take me from like the combo of the two. Obviously, is what well, makes you that's classics. That's ideal, of course. But like, uh, I could, you know, I could listen to a track with a mediocre beat that if someone's ripping on oh, it oh really yeah I can I, I can yeah like uh, you know I can go the other way like you know uh-huh. if someone's like not but yeah like a weak verse will, will ruin it more for me than a slightly underpowered beat I'd, you know I, I listen to a lot of UK hip hop um, and like a lot of it the production wasn't all yeah. that like but True. the rhymes were awesome so you know like, I, I, I like the yeah okay cool I'm, I'm more, I'm more lyrics inclined well Dave is the same yeah, yeah I'm the same way yeah I mean yeah. I mean, again you know you want, you want the combo of the two of course you do yeah, yeah. But obviously, from a beats point of view, again, we're at a really interesting turn. This point is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Production wise, it's really like, yeah, it's mm. a really interesting. Well, because the laws are changing. Basically, laws mm. are changing, and people are starting. To, basically, you get to a point where talk about De La Soul earlier, and uh, you know, obviously that you can't find three feet high and rising on Spotify because yeah. it's too expensive. For the amount of samples, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dead record now. It's, yeah. it's, it, but, it, but it, it, and there's also the whole Tommy Boy thing. There's the, the massive yeah. argument with Tommy Boy, and that fuckery that's going on that way but yeah it, it's it took so long for it to be even, even like talked about that they could get it on streaming mm-hmm. because of the sample yeah. theory. I mean, yeah. Paul's Boutique is on yeah, and it was one of the other ones at the time. But but, but you know, but to be fair though, BC Boys have got deeper pockets than De La Soul. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And like you know, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is still very big sample led, but yes. that's it's kind of the that's starting to be the death of that as well. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a long death, right? It's a long death, but the big kind of people are starting to look for different sources, right. looking sort of for rare samples in different ways as well. Yes. Like rather than it being like your chorus will just be a big hook lifted out of another record. Sure. You know, it's sort of um, a lot of the samples get more disguised. And sort of like you know, you don't really can't really immediately pick up where they're from. They're sort yeah. of buried in a lot more. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember whenever I would hear years and years later stuff like. We'll talk about the Cypress Hill record that's out this year. Yeah. Some of the samples on that, uh, and I then heard the original song. I was like, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that I with samples. That, yeah. like this two-second snippet was actually that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. And 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 this, you know, like that's some other thing I loved about being a fucking hip hop nerd in the nineties. Just the amount of drive, trying to probably fucking pre internet, trying to find out what samples were. Oh my god, it was and so listen difficult. to those fucking old funk records. So difficult. And then like there were all the people like blue, like those blue breaks records and stuff, and the, all of the hip hop producers were going nuts because they're like, you're fucking, you're yeah. pull, you're 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 snitching, man. You're yeah. snitching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't want people knowing how to make records. <laughs> what would go? What would happen if normal people could make music? Well, what they didn't want is they didn't want the people that own the copyright to know that yeah, 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 because then yeah, they'd have sure. to fucking pay yeah, for it. For sure. I bet your premiere was gutted. Oh, mate. <laughs> Fuck you all. Yeah, exactly. So right, look, so look, there's, uh, before we get into these lists, man, there's a lot of honourable mentions. There's a good ninety, like, like yeah. ninety one, right? Like we say, we've got all of these. Uh, I'm not not going to talk about. Oh, wait, third are we base. calling this golden era? Are we calling the ninety one golden era? I think I it's think like it's the start of the golden era. Oh, no, I think uh, I think it's smack in the middle of the golden yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, see, you, you old fucks, you, yeah, put, you you put the golden era way earlier I, than I me. Start I'm going like I'm going like ninety one is like the earliest I would go. Oh, really? Yeah, ninety one to ninety six, I would say. Oh, I'd, okay. I'd stop at ninety five, and I'd go. I'd go eighty seven to ninety five. I would say golden, golden eras for me, 88 to 93. Fucking, fucking you're no. stopping at 93! Mate, that is... You can't you stop don't... at 93. 90, 90, 95 has so many classic <laughs> albums, you're a madman. Right, I'll come gold. back on on the 95 <laughs> episode, and I'll talk you through why you're fucking wrong. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a fucking 95 here. Yeah, I do, yeah. 95. Yeah, because I was seven years old then. It was my fucking era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all fucking came. We all peaked at seven. Exactly, yeah. man, exactly, man. That's when you're really coming into your own as a hip-hop fan, isn't it? And that's why we're sitting in a spare room <laughs> talking about hip hop when we should be at work. <laughs> right. Uh, look, so there's a lot of records here that aren't going to make the top fives that definitely deserve a mention for, for sure. various reasons. Okay. Uh, first of all, there's there's a lot of sounds that are forming here that you're gonna like. These are the starts of the threads that you're gonna see way later on. Like you got the first organised confusion record. Okay. Sure. Okay. So organised confusion. If you don't know, you've probably heard of Pharaoh Munch. Uh, fucking love Pharaoh Munch. Like he, he, he's one of those rappers who just has that completely unique scatty sort of flow. Where uh-huh. it's, I, I love oh, any rapper amazing, who doesn't man. sound like another rapper. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Like where you just, you if got, you oh. hear Pharaoh Monk rap, you immediately go, "That's Pharaoh Monk." Absolutely. Like you know, and like that. That's what I love with him. He's got that sort of jazziness into his flow. Oh, but it is. It's it's unique. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Like one of like. Might well make my top five. Wow, really? Might, might well, might well. He'd be Fair in the play. conversation. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. And that's the thing is, you know, the thing with Pharaoh is, I mean, like, first time you ever heard Simon says, tell me you didn't nearly shit your pants. Oh, oh my God. God. Like, I can't believe it. And that's still, like, I, I played that before my Edinburgh show. Nice. Yeah, I played Simon says in one of my warm ups. Yes, and I would mate. I would love peeping, peeping out from behind the curtain because you would see just the people who were hip hop heads. Nodding, just everyone just being in the crowd, fucking too right. We saw him at uh, Concord a few years back, yeah. didn't we? And when he dropped that man, he just looked around the crowd, and it was just like a fucking sea of just yeah. like oh, nodding heads, man. It was oh, amazing. It's it's, uh, it's jump around for people who aren't knobs. <laughs> you know, I you know what it. I mean? Love people it. who actually like hip hop. <laughs> it's our jump around. 
It has the same vibe, but like it's better. Exactly that, man. It is just a fucking classic. So yeah, so you got. I mean, this organized. Shout out to Anthony Walker as well. Got in contact with Facebook. Gave this record a shout. I think this is a great record. It's it's just short of a classic to me. You know, you got you got Pharaoh Munch on there. You got Prince Poe, who would. Prince Poe is another fucking great rapper. His album, The Sickness, that came out. What was that? Ninety six, ninety seven. Covered in guest stars. Fucking brilliant record. Yeah, check that record out. The Sickness by Prince Poe. Fucking jam record that is. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so like organized confusion coming through. Really kind of complicated, interesting jams. Like you say, unique rhymes. I hadn't quite found that utter fucking unique pattern. This is it. Mm. That's what a lot of the uh, the rappers we're talking about today. It's like sort of early in their development. Yeah, you know, like it's sort of like they're just making those first moves in it around now. Well, indeed, yeah. There's yeah. There's such a, a grind swell coming through. Completely, yeah. And then uh, we've got KMD Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, like KMD seem to be someone, that, they, they seem to, I, I guess, not really be in the conversation that much almost. They're not, no. when, when people talk about this stuff, you know, Black Bastards, which is their next record after this one, it's a fucking classic. Okay. Our mate Skate Steve got, us into, got me into this. Oh, right, okay, ago. yeah. Absolute dynamical classic, but um, KMD, this first record, it's called um, Mr. Hood, yeah. Um, it's got. It's, it's all based. Call my penis. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the thing is about this record, man. It's 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 fucking. It's it's all based around this this kind of sample from uh, this old language instruction video where the character was called Mister Hood, mm. and it's just them reacting with these stupid samples from it. But it's uh, it's full of fucking banging beats, right? And there's uh, uh, Zevlov X, right? Who is the the, the one of the two rappers in. Um, KMD, fucking hell, my brain is going. Absolutely, <laughs> it's one of the two rappers. I mean, obviously, some success in this. A little, the, the flow in this is a little bit kind of procedural, but he right. would go on to reinvent himself, come back as a rapper. Some of you guys will have heard of as uh, MF Doom. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you you might have heard of it. Some if people you, might have heard yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, like MF Doom is the hip hop nerd's choice, without like, a doubt. You know, if if you're like nerdy about rhymes, that's the one bit of hip hop I am proper nerdy about. Is that right? It's like okay. getting into the, the rhymes, and... the structure of it, the multi-syllabic. Like there is no one better at multi-syllabic rhymes than Doom. There just right. isn't. Like it's just insane the texture and depth he gets. It's, obviously, he hasn't fully developed at this point. Yeah. He's nowhere near the style he would have later on. Yeah. But yeah, like well, presumably I, again, point, top five. Is he? I, I don't know KMD well. Is he presumably like what twenty or something at this point? Yeah, he's, he's young. He's he's young yeah. I mean, it's, it's him and his brother actually. Yeah. His, his, his brother was. I mean, they started off as a graph crew basically, and his brother got wiped out trying to cross a train track a few years later after the second record came out, which is why he kind of disappeared and took a oh, break. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, there is in theory, I think, another KMD record due to come out that Doom's been working on. I think oh, he's yeah. been doing something that's around those styles. Yeah. But in terms of like big kind of funky breakbeat hip hop. This is a great record. I listened to this yesterday yeah. when I was walking the dog, and it's right, a yeah. fucking great. Yeah, great you did. Record. You sent me a link to uh, one of the tracks, Boogeyman. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, and, and that is wicked. I'd not heard it before at all. You should check that. But check, you said check, to me, check the whole record out, man. It's you said like this is going to be up your street. Yeah, and yeah, play a bit of that. I, I love a good funk sample. Yeah. Me too. Like, 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 give me a, a, a fucking drum beat. And that bass line. Bit of funkiness, like totally. Bit of porno guitar in there as well. Like you say, not the most inventive of. The rhyme schemes uh, aren't as complex, but like, but the beat slaps. Exactly. And uh, yeah, like, I do love uh, early 90s hip hop for the funk. 
and like I think that's a bit that's like often missing from modern hip hop. I love modern hip hop. I'm not one of these like oh, it's not like it used to be. It's sure. just changed. But like I do love I love the funk and uh, that that is around this era there's so much oh, just like funky and like, a lot of the beats are more organic. You know, it, it still sounds like a drum kit. Sure. You know? Well, that's because it is. It's exactly. Just, yeah, just, yeah. just not. It's just not anyone that's playing it in the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's, 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 this is the thing. It's the playground as well. Mm. You know, it's like you know. It's like you're first at the table, isn't it? At this mm. point, because you know all of the fucking good stuff's there. You can carve yeah. off your cut. You can have your turkey leg oh, and your chipolata. Yeah. You can have you can have your fill of fucking pigs in blankets at this yes. point. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> right? you, you know, if you're coming in twenty years later, do you yeah. know what I mean? All that's left is some couscous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of bread sauce at the exactly. You have to get. You have to get. Yeah, that's why you invent veganism. You have to make your own food. <laughs> I feel, do you feel like I'm labouring this analogy too oh, much? Oh, massively. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I mean, if we if we're talking about stuff that is gonna go on to be something else, you've yeah. also got the genius, the jizzer, yeah, dropping yeah. his first record this yeah. year, and it's rubbish. Yeah, mm. and it's it's only like what like because um, like Thirty Six Chambers is ninety two, is it? Ninety three, three. 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 So yeah. you're not far off though. You no, know, like, you know. You know, you imagine that they were, you know, getting it together in '92. Yeah, you started there, so yeah. But uh, you know, and the thing is, right? What genius isn't bad on this record? It's, you know, he's you can still see the seeds of what it's of what he's going to be, right? Yeah, sure. But until you put that whole package together, it's you know, the, mm. it's the fucking mystique of Wu Tang, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's the, it's the sort of kung fu, like it's the, it's the it's the sparseness of the beats and all yeah. that, like you know, well, it's, it's, it's exactly with RZA doing his thing. Who, who was the production on the Genius album? I'm it's not probably, sure. It's probably no one we've ever heard of. Yeah, and like even even if it is RZA, it's not RZA as we know him. <laughs> well, quite. You know, it's. Uh, Yes, to come. But yeah, like in terms of like an omen of someone who's going to do big things, like you well, know, sure. And well, speaking of of that, you've also got the first two pack album. Yes, yeah. absolutely, mate. Absolutely, yeah, Apocalypse Now came out ninety one. That's yeah. a great album. Actually, like, I, I, I'm not a fan of two pack. Not at all. Not at all. No two pack. No, I cannot name you a two pack song I like. Oh. Well, you don't like California Love? No. Oh, see, I love California Love. I think it works as a, a banger hip hop, and I play mm. it. Right. But I think it's obvious and crass. Oh, obvious and obvious crass. Obvious and crass. Yeah. As if that's a critique <laughs> of hip hop. As if I, that's maybe... a bad thing in a rap album. <laughs> I think I just don't like Tupac that much. Yeah. Do like, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not like a huge Tupac fanboy. Like, you know, uh, Biggie is my favourite rapper ever. Right? Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on that side, but you know. Tupac is clearly a very fucking good rapper. Like he's like there's 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 loads of like Tupac lives now. I love that album. Like I've, I will play that regularly. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that that gets that gets plenty of listens from me. Oh, um, fair play. Like he's um he's another person. He's got a really intricate flow, and there's a lot of like really incredible like rhyme uh, rhymes and schemes and stuff. In so it. what's, what's your feeling? So if, as, okay, that, that's interesting because as a Tupac fan, because I'm not a Tupac fan, hmm. right? For, so from Tupac Lips now, how do you feel? Like compare that to the later stuff. How how fully like all eyes on me, for example. How yeah. fully formed do you think he came out of there? Like, I think Tupac Lips now, like um, I think it's it's already a great album. Like right. it really is. Like um, obviously, like it, he develops in weird ways. Tupac, it's sort of. Um, there's a lot more sort of uh, emotional stuff on later albums, I think. There's a lot okay. more like... Um, but yeah, like, I think Tupac Lips now, he comes out of the gate swinging. Like, I suppose he some... had, you know, had a couple of years under his belt with Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. So he's not brand new to the game. Yeah. He's, this is his first solo thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess this is, you know, just him showing what There's he's There's some weapons on that album, man. There's some weapons on that album. All right. 
I'll take your word I'm going to stand up for Tupac, finally. You know. <laughs> no one else does. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be the one days. person <laughs> fighting Tupac's corner. Fair enough, man. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I'm trying to try... Uh, I think I came out on Interscope as well. I didn't realise it was on Interscope. I did that. Maybe, maybe it was a reissue on Interscope. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, so, yeah. So, again, obviously, Tupac is... This isn't the year he makes his fucking big power movie. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to hit that level of fame yet. But this is a precursor. So, while we're on sure, that... Exactly, yeah. Times are rather changing vibe. There we are. Yeah. Also, you got Del the Funky Homo Sapien dropping his first album this year. That, obviously, he's going to be part of the hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Souls of Mischief '93 to Infinity is going to come out in two years' time. Uh-huh. Man, fucking that's, check- oh, so good. That's my. So that's good. one of my favorite hip hop albums yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Literally, the you, you can't fuck with it. It's just. Uh, Ghetto Boys uh, dropping We Can't Be Stopped obviously Uh it's not their first record there were a couple in but it's got their biggest track on it which is uh, My Mind Playing Tricks On Me uh, which you don't like nonsense absolute crap (laughs) fucking brilliant tune man boring crap Uh, at this point I'm feeling like do you even like hip hop (laughs) yeah Jesus Christ (laughs) do you even like hip hop man you've got the record you You know what I just like a bit of Rod Stewart (laughs) (laughs) damn right (laughs) you should be here for on John Podcast uh, De La Soul as well. I mean, people sure. are going to be people are going to be angry. I think that this isn't in either of our top five. Yes, well, it was hovering, you know, with me. Yeah. I must admit because I remember buying the, the the this is the second one we're talking. The second album, De La Soul is dead. Yeah. I bought that day release. Yeah, I have it right here. Still got. I can my see vinyl a copy. physical record. It, it exists, and I fucking love it. Evidence. I do love it, but it's one of these ones I loved it so much at the time because. It was the one I listened to straight away when it came out. Mm-hmm. If you go back, it's not as good as Three for Home Rising. It's just not. Yeah, Three for Home Rising is the one. It just is, is the, the one. It's yeah. just a perfect album. And so three this is I, kind of for me, yeah, a bit of an imitation of the template. Yeah, like that if, doesn't hit all those. Marks. If another group had released this album, oh my lord, of course. Yeah, yeah. but because it's following De La Soul's best album, yeah. it does. You know, it, it suffers for it. Yeah, it completely. Does. And some of that's in my head. Some of it is in the production, but. For me, that's why it didn't make my five. Other albums meant more to me than this. It's, it's when you Dan Dan this. <laughs> right, uh, but it's like you know, we talked about Beastie Boys earlier. It's yeah. it's ill communication after Check Your Head. It is exactly mm-hmm. ill yes. communication if it had come out first. It'd been a fucking brilliant record. Yeah. It is a brilliant. Oh, record, it is a great but record. But Check but Your Head is better. Yeah, um, we talk about Check Your Head in a few weeks, motherfuckers. But we do have again whenever we put this out on Facebook about you know this is what the podcast we're doing what are your thoughts on the best albums on 81 there were a couple of people came back and said tell us all was dead yeah Helen Sylvia uh, you know, D Helen uh, Phil Guthrie people were like yeah that is yeah. It, it is it's cream of the crop but we are kind of spoiled in a lot of ways for albums this year yeah you know and I, so um, whittling it down it was one of the ones I, I sort of lean more gangster as yeah. well personally like gangster lean yeah yeah, yeah man like uh, but like in my taste like I tend to go more like you know there are like uh, a lot more of the like up, more upbeat sort of like more conscious rappers alike mm-hmm. Um, sure, we'll cover some of them in a sec. Sure. But, uh, but in in more general terms, like I, I love I love Dead Prez. Uh huh. But in general, I'm more like you know I want to hit big else talking about waving automatic guns at nuns. You know, <laughs> nice. like, you know that that's more my taste. So like that's gotcha. a mar- for me personally, that's a slight mark against De La Soul in my personal no, for taste. Sure. You know? For sure, no, exactly. It, it doesn't tick those boxes at yeah. all. 
So yeah. But I will say Three Feet High and Rising is one of the best albums ever. Incredible. You know? so, yeah. Do you guys even own guns? Yeah, yeah. no, they don't. They don't. They're pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Tell I'm... us all, if I had to fight a rap group. Oh, that's a good call, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I, I, saw, I, I mean, I, I saw De La Soul earlier this year, man, and, you know, I, I reckon they'd still fuck you up. Man. Yeah, well, look, I'm not saying they wouldn't. I'm saying other rap groups would fuck me up worse. <laughs> I know, but you might, to be honest with you, what I reckon you'd get, like, with, you know, with De La Soul, it's a sustained beating. It would last longer. <laughs> <laughs> they, wouldn't be able to put it, they wouldn't be able to put you out immediately so you'd just be there just like, taking a whipping like, oh no this is going this is I mean I'm getting some in yeah. but this is going south whereas I should I've... just fight DMX take one oh punch and be out yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well just take the chance that he'll be in prison so yeah. make it <laughs> organising a dog fight <laughs> right yeah, uh, um, so what else we got uh, yeah, this is, I think this is an interesting one as well right uh-huh. WC and the Mad Circle put out a record oh, right, this yeah, you year this. now WC and the Mad Circle again this, uh, see, WMAT Mad Circle were one of those fucking crews that people don't talk about as much, right? Now, they came out of, uh, the, of the West Coast as Ice Cube had split with, with NWA. So, mm-hmm. And they were affiliated with it. So, Serge Inx did all the production on this record, who was part of the Lynch Mob. And this is, and basically, so WC is the main rapper. You've got a guy called Coolio as well, who you may have heard of. I yeah. am aware of his work. Uh-huh. And so, like, like, can we just talk about WC as a rap name? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he's not from th- England, is he? Yeah. <laughs> of all the things to fucking choose, a thing that means shitter on the Ordnance Survey map. Like, Jesus Christ, lads. I mean, like, I thought Jizzer was bad enough. Yeah, you're quite. <laughs> I mean, I thought you could tell a man from Yorkshire when he brings up the fucking Ordnance Survey map. <laughs> man, I just lo- lo- love looking at those contours of the day. <laughs> I'm going to need this if I'm going to navigate the Pennines, right? I would never navigate the Pennines. You end up in fucking Lancashire. That's the British East Coast, West Coast, <laughs> right there is Yorkshire, Lancashire. I, I mean, without that man, he's from Belfast. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, who am I talking about sectarianism? So a man who fucking knows it in his heart. <laughs> but yeah, so look, Dummy Cinema Circle came out, and this record's interesting because it's kind of been a little bit lost uh, to anyone that isn't a fucking nerd but this is a big funky record right and this is coming out a year before uh, The Chronic comes out and we're going to talk about the roots of The Chronic yes, we are. in a little bit later when we talk about another record yes, right? yes. but this tune th- these uh, it's got that big kind of gangster kind of fu- funk sound does that have that sort of smooth west coast vibe to it is it starting to get a bit of that utterly yeah and right. I'll tell you what let's stick one on um, yeah, yeah that'd be cool I'd like to let's have a bit. go ain't a damn thing changed yeah yeah <laughs> So right, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, from the, from the intro, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You got that big kind of P-funky sound. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, now there's definite Parliament vibe going on. Yeah. And you can hear that, you can hear that kind of ice cube kind of death. Well, yeah, we'll, again, we'll talk about that record coming up, I'm sure. So, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I suppose if this is uh, Lynch Mob Beats. Yeah. Then yes, that makes sense. It sounds a bit like some ice cube stuff as well. Yeah, but this has definitely got that West Coast fucking big heavy beat funk sound, and obviously it does. it's not, it's not got quite got the uh, sort of slickness you get a bit later on. No, but um, like the sort of almost discoy feel you get to sort of later West Coast stuff. Yeah. But like that, uh, from what I've just heard, I will listen to this album later Perfect. today. I'm gonna need you to text me some notes because I'm gonna like. There's a lot of tracks I'm hearing here that I'm all over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. The only reason I came here was so I can get some new playlists. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I'll send you some fucking tunes, mate. Do, do, always do. But so yeah, look, man. So look, this record again, it's it's a little bit of a footnote in in hip hop. But I've, I'd never heard of this. Uh, see, I see. I mean, I I knew it, and I knew it a little bit back in the day, but I haven't listened to it for years. I listened to it yesterday in full, and, yeah. I, and I listened to it twice because I was like, I really like this, and I went oh, back nice. through it a second time. Uh, nice. So yeah, I I think there's loads to like about this, and it's a sound that is gonna get that's going to get seeded out and become that West Coast sound. And I think, you know, Dre gets all the credit for that, right? And you, I mean, there's no fucking doubt that Dre deserves an awful lot of the credit sure, yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean, he invented... Just that, yeah, sort of yeah. synth, just that synth line. It's the same shit. <laughs> just puts a weird high-pitched synth line over the top and then you've got Dre. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's pretty much what it is, yeah. Um, and But this album is... Uh, it's unfairly forgotten, I think, because right. it's there's so many of the seeds of what's going to become G Funk in this record. Okay, uh, so that's what I think that one. That's, well, that's, that's my some. homework anyway. That's cool. my first one. This, like, that's, that's, well, I'm uh, putting this all into like a Spotify playlist as well. Beautiful. So uh, I'll be all over that. Nicely done. Cool. So, like, so yeah. So, like, '91, where we're at, we've got we've got people fading out. We've got seeds coming in. We've got hip hop is exploding and changing, right? And yeah. it's doing that thing where it's kind of it's seeding past the canopy and it's starting to get more light because more people are looking at it. When more people look at it, you get more opinions, things diversify. You've got the mm-hmm. East Coast, West Coast thing becoming a much stronger proponent. Uh, and yeah, hip-hop is diversifying and changing it fundamentally. And you've got a lot of people going, oh, I don't like it because it's sure. changing. And I was probably one of them at the yeah. time, right? Right. But It's amazing. Like, that's the thing. Like, hip-hop has always been like that and always will be like that. There is always either people who are like, Everything from be, uh, from before now is shit uh-huh. and should never be listened to. Or people who are like, everything that's after 1990 <laughs> yeah. is crap. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And I th- you know, it de- there's good stuff in every era. No, you're, and you're absolutely right. I mean, and it took, you know, like you talk about Biggie there. Mm. I hated Biggie when Biggie came out. Because you're a fucking idiot. No, I did. I you're hate- a moron. What well, a I- moron. Why am I talking to you about music opinions <laughs> when you fucking hated Biggie when it came out? Because you're was, an idiot. Because it was the fucking, you know, if you go back and listen to Jerry the Damager, it's like fucking here's Puff and he's got hip hop with a Versace suit on, right? And it was it was that. It was the era of Versace suits and it was... Yeah, but the it was funkiest flow of all time. The funkiest I, flow. I, just, I associated... <laughs> I associated uh, Biggie with, you know, I put Jay-Z in that as well and fucking Mace and all of the stuff that was coming out in Bad Boy and I hated it because it was changing my life. I've gone back and I, I mean, there's still a load of, I mean, fucking, who fucking listens to Mace? Fucking blokes shit. But, <laughs> Uh, I'm but, not here to defend Mace. No, <laughs> good, because I've got some Mace. <laughs> um, but there, there is some good stuff in there. I mean, like, you know, started a fucking Craig Mack. Anyway, we were getting into a different era. We've got limited time because you've got to drive to Norwich, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is something I didn't expect to say today. But look, so we, we, we've got loads of stuff. We've set the scenes. Yeah. Hip-hop's fucking an interesting place at the minute. Yeah, right? so it's a sure. mad year. It's and I'm, mad year. I'm, my fertile little teenage brain is all over trying to get hold of stuff. The more swearing, the better. Yes. Uh, so this top five, I don't know what, what criteria of you, because this top five that I've made uh-huh. is how I feel about these records now. It's not my top five hip-hop records I was listening to in 91. That would okay. be that would be a different list, right? Okay. Uh, this is the stuff that has stuck with me over the years that I think stands up to me for different reasons, and these are, for me, the best five hip-hop records I've Sure, well, like. I've gone... I mean, mine's probably similar because each of these albums, I would say, that I've chosen for my five, still... Uh, spark something in me now and I still see something that is uh, exciting now but the other thing is some of them are definitely uh, things that I was so excited about at the time 
that that hasn't always that hasn't left me yeah yet. totally yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's definitely a nostalgia for some of these because I, I was so fucking into it in 1991 yeah uh, there may be better albums from the period but there's something in there for yeah, me there's, no, there's no such thing as an objective ranking yeah, I, yeah. Like, it's, it's art it, yeah know? but I would say that with each of mine there is definitely something that is still worthwhile in all of these. Sure. Like, in terms of, like, when 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 you're doing rankings like this, you've got to sort of get that mix of something that, you know, like, popped at the time and really mm. grabbed you then. But then, yeah, obviously, it has to it has to last in order to be worth it. And, you know, it might not even be what you would listen to loads now, but, you know, if it's influenced stuff after it, then, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And this is it, man. It's like, you know, some of these records I fucking hammered at the time and mm. haven't listened to in a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, I've listened to all of them for the sake of doing this podcast, of course, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and... Every single one of these that I listened to was like, oh no, this is this is great. I, I didn't yeah. feel like I was. Sk- I was like, oh, I don't need to skip anything in this pretty gotcha. much. So I, I was back then. I was hammering wheels on the bus. Good, oh, oh, <laughs> wicked oh, man, shit. banger. The explicit version. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Wheels the wheels on the, on the fucking bus. <laughs> the boys on the bus go bum bum bum. You know someone's done that. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh god, that's just made me cringe inside yeah, out. Yeah, let's, let's make that record. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And because that was KRD. KRD, yeah. Mr. Rod Dave. I, I see what you did there. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, like my, my rap name is actually The Poop Alice. <laughs> <laughs> the Poop Alice. <laughs> it's like Wolf Alice. Yeah. yeah. Poop Alice, yeah. I've, I've done being a wolf for the day. Time to take a shit. Fucking hell, it's kicking off. Oh, um, there's hell, a right. guy at my work who uh, was doing, this was a couple of years now, he was doing his uh, end of year Spotify roundup and he was like, oh, yeah, do you know who I listened to most last year? And I was going, this is like a 20-year-old, really fucking cool indie kid. I was like, all right, who was it? And we went, Rolf Harris. I went, Rolf Harris? I went, yeah, Rolf Harris. He had a bit of a lisp. It was Wolf Alice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird if someone's like, you know, yeah, I've really what? got into... No one's getting into Rolf Harris now. <laughs> I, I feel like that ship has fucking yeah, sailed. And more importantly, Rolf Harris isn't getting into anyone else now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank fuck. Uh. All right, look, we are, we are, you know, 50 minutes in and we've not even started these All players. right, well, let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, who wants to go first on this? Uh, I'll go first. All right, so, okay. So, Top five time, motherfuckers. Yes, indeed. My number five is the second NWA album, Ethel for Zagan. <laughs> Ethel for Zagan. Yeah, right, I'll, okay. I'll call it Ethel for Zagan because that's what it's... it's that's what it's you know, called. It's, got, it's done. Um, and I bought this on day of release. And I was lucky enough. I think I've told this story before. I was big into, uh, you know, some some hip-hop stuff. Yeah. And I knew this was coming out. Yeah. I also didn't know, or I didn't know rather, that it was going to be banned immediately in yeah. the UK. And you couldn't get this. I phoned up the record shop that I got all my stuff from on the Monday. And went, oh, look, uh, I, w- I was hoping to come. I got in from school. We're hoping to come down and pick up that new NWA album. Have you got it in? And the bloke went, what, the one that's just been banned? I went, oh, shit. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Have you got one? And he went, I've got one copy. And he kept it for me. So I cycled down to Heroes and Villains in Belfast, bought it, and I was the only person I knew had it. Played it over and over and over, copied it for everyone in school. And yeah. it getting banned only it. makes it cooler, doesn't oh, it? Oh, it was it was the best. That thing makes it so I was, much cooler. Was, that gave me a fucking erection. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. I've got the album. Yeah, Mate, I sent I sent my auntie Irene into town to get it for me. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, absolutely amazing. And then, oh, reading that off a bit of paper, like, <laughs> excuse me, do you have? <laughs> can you imagine? 
I, I, I'd reserved do reckon, it. Do you reckon she stuck the landing on it as well? She like, do you reckon she went for it, or do you reckon she pulled back and said ninjas? Oh. I know. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, I don't. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I think I just asked her for the new NWA. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I knew what it was called at that time. I just oh, knew right. it was coming out. Exactly do you know what day. I mean? But yeah, it, it got pulled under under. Uh, um, what's the uh, obscenity yeah. laws didn't it yeah it was yeah got done on obscenity laws on the first day because there's some really unpleasant shit on that album there, well there is and this is you know there is some indefensible shit on this album yeah. I happily admit that there is some stuff and I have it on vinyl and the second side is much worse right yeah. the first side you've got uh, you know the, the big singles it's more kind of gangster orientated sure the second they side they tend to top load albums MWA don't they they come out the yeah. gates with like singles bam 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 yeah but yeah the second side is things like um, I think To Kill a Hooker and One Less Bitch and yeah. all the and find, find them fucking and flee find them fucking flee yeah. and, and which she one, swallowed it which, which ones are the bad ones <laughs> 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 but it is it's kind of weird it's split yeah. like that but yeah it was it was a different time well, uh, there was uh, yeah not the now, the, thing, the right, gender politics is not right If you like, that's not really a good reason to listen to hip hop if you're into gender no, politics no really not from anyone <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before like if you like, you never really think these records that we've heard for years you it's not until someone else is in your car and you start hearing it mate, through somebody else's ears. You're like, oh, mate, no, you must I think was, I'm a monster. Yeah. I was giving a, I was giving a, a gay comedian a lift, and I was listening to uh, Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous by Big L. Like okay. Big L is one of my favourite rappers of all time, right? And I did not realise how often he drops an f bomb. Is that right? Like, well, like you know, the anti-gay f word. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot. A lot, I'll and like see. it was after like three in a minute that I was like, oh, I'll skip this. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's like when a sex scene comes on telly and you're watching it with your mum. Oh, yeah, totally, right. but way, way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna go round. Yeah, so everyone's gonna think I'm a hate criminal. The other thing, though, I like, I, I like to surprise them with that. <laughs> <laughs> Next year's show title. Wait, yeah, the other thing that I only found out yesterday about this album, right? Because right? I bought this vinyl day release. Yeah. I, I taped it for myself so I could listen to it on my Walkman. That's sure. all I'd listen to. Turns out, three songs missing off this album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, what's, what's missing on that then? So, so uh, what was there the, like a deluxe edition release? Well, the CD, I guess they just... For, for space reasons. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a pretty common thing at the time, you know. Like the, the, so I think 15 tracks on this, 18 on the CD. Yeah, you just won't be able to fit any more than that on it. Yeah, um, well, yeah and, but, they, and they were also trying to sell CDs at the time. Don't well, forget, because yeah, CDs yeah. were so much cheaper to produce. But I mean, one of the tracks... I mean, I do have it. Uh, Real niggers is what on there, and it's on a hundred miles and running, which I've got. Yeah, but it's not on the album. Yeah, and it's a fucking great tune. And I've like, I, I was never one hundred percent on that tune. I didn't. Oh, I think it's terrific. Um, but they, but why would you take that off and leave? She swallowed it because it was already or released. I'd rather fuck you. I mean, she swallowed it was on uh, on on, uh, on hundred miles and running. Hundred miles and running as well. Yeah. Or was it? Or was it? No, actually, is it? Is that a, it's a on part two? Oh, maybe it is. Uh, but I, do, yeah. I just don't understand. I thought that was a strange way to go. And it's okay. got a prelude on it, which is nonsense and not, not better. Okay, so, I mean, look, this album, right, the reason I haven't put this on my list, right, is I, I, I think this is... I mean, I loved this record at the time, yep. day one release, yep. but there's not that many fucking memorable tunes on this record. I think this is how... Half and half, I think, are brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Always Into Something is top, top five NWA songs. Yep. And again, that's that's appetite the for destruction. Appetite for destruction is a great fucking tune. Brilliant, amazing. Real niggas don't die. Fucking brilliant. That's a brilliant tune as well. Yeah, those are all side one up. Yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. That's the thing. Have a look. So, but look I do that. think I think those ones are 
enough for me that I go, I fucking love these tunes. Because mm. this was... Don't uh, drink that wine. I forgot about don't drink that uh, wine. Indeed. And the, like, some of the skits are actually funny. Some of them are just crude and disgusting. Like, I, I, I fucking hate skits. I would rather like, they didn't. Like, like can, you, can you just not, rappers? Can you not? Yeah. I always like You always have to skip the first track of any rap album. Because <laughs> it's like some big, long intro. Mate, fucking Dallas all were de- dreadful. For yeah, and well. like, I, I just feel like, as a comedian, right, I don't do raps in the middle of my set. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not going to stop to spit a verse. <laughs> Can you not like try and do comedy? More's the pity, frankly. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I there's a the, the, I think skits got out of hand. Yeah. Way kind of, out of hand. I kind of like the fact that like every hip hop album was like kind of held together by this little bit of theatre, and it right. gave it a personality, right? Well, the, but the, it did get. I mean, album that first Goats album as well. There's a lot of that. Not, not, I think they work. Yeah, yeah. They are very silly. And, you know, Onyx, man. Some like some of the right. fucking, like, the bitch-ass uh, bootleggers. Bitch-ass bootleggers. Uh, bitch oh, fuck, I can't even say it now. Bitch-ass bootleggers on that uh, Onyx record. Bitch-ass bootlegger motherfucker selling my tape. <laughs> you get shot. <laughs> it's just them shooting a bootlegger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Anyway, um, or as, <laughs> as our friend once called it, bitch-ass bootleggers. Bootleggers? Bitch-ass bootleggers. Bitch-ass bootleggers. Bitch-ass bootleggers. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Um, uh, and again, it's a very different album to Straight Outta Compton, obviously. Yeah. Partly because it doesn't have Ice Cube. Yeah. And so, you know, his righteous anger is taken away. There's a gap there for that. But the sound of the production are, you know, still really fucking good. Yeah. And as Dave will always say, this album shows where Dre is going. Yeah. You know, for in terms of the sound of what he's doing, this is the precursor to him doing the comic. I mean, just play, just play always into something because yeah. you can't fuck with that. You know, you, you can't listen to always into something and go, ah, oh, this isn't the roots. Here it comes that synth line. Yeah, we're starting off with just the, with the normal. This is just a hip hop bit. Then, oh no, oh no, it's not yet. Where is it? Yeah, it's coming. Already, just there's that laid back funkiness that's oh, like a dry signature. Definitely. Right. There you so go. This is yeah. the mo- this is like anyone who's ever heard the hip hop record. If you put this on and go, who produced this? Oh, it's Dre. Yeah. It's Dre. It's like the Dre sound is there. Signature, signature. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the you know we're going to come into this a lot in these top fives. It's a lot of signature sounds being pulled. Uh-huh. So yeah, I I love this record. I do love it. Yeah. I I just didn't love it as much as some of the other. Honest, I don't think I've listened to it that much. I've listened to this maybe a couple of times. Like you know, right. I've, like listened to Straight Outta Compton a lot more times. Oh, know, for like, sure. And, yeah. and that's what I would say. Answer. I would say, you know, half of this is nonsense. Yeah, yeah it yeah. really is. And that half includes some very, very horrendous offensive nonsense. Yeah, which you know, might be the bit I like. Shooting, <laughs> talking I mean, about shooting, you know, I'm, underage girls after you've raped them. That yeah, sort there's, of a, shit. there's a lot of underage. All right, even, even I've got a limit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that, but I only like, shoot I'm, overage I'm, women. Yeah, I'm blaming that on Easy E. Overage? Well, like, like pensioners. <laughs> Just like really, really old. Yeah. The Too old right. deer hunter. I'm the hip-hop Harold Shipman. <laughs> Right, fuck it. Okay, right. I, yeah. Yeah, I see. I see why you're going with it. No, I yeah. love it. I st- it. It holds a big soft spot in my heart for when I was getting into hip hop in sure. a big way. So it means a lot to me that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I had to go back to Straight Outta Compton. I wasn't listening to that at the time. At right. All. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, getting this, this is the one when with the emotional came out, connection. Precisely, it really yeah, does. Yeah. And you know, even I looked at a load of the samples on it. Uh, you know, and it is it's the classic samples that you'd expect from hip hop at that time. It's all the big. Uh, James Brown, mm-hmm. Maceo, uh, you know, Meters, all those ones. But it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound trite and overused. 
on this album. Yeah. He used them really well, and it makes for fantastic songs. Yeah, you know, he's it, not you a can bad go, producer, oh, is he? No, exactly. <laughs> and that is the difference on this record because the thing is, the you know, you, you do miss the presence of Ice Cube. The lyrics yeah, aren't as good. You're, you're always, always going to miss Ice Cube. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you, but you, you know, MC Ren's one of the main songwriters, lyricists on this, and yeah. you know, with the, with the, when he did a good job on uh, Hundred Miles Running, but oh, absolutely. You know, Easy es kind of cartoony persona gets way too over. He gets too much time on this. Yeah. I mean, you know, like there were, there were, he's fucking too many bitches. Yeah, on this record, as, both well, figuratively and as time would show. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it wasn't a blood transfusion that did it. Is all mm. I'm saying. <laughs> it was a very much a different fluid. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So that's my number five anyway. Ill flow. Um, <laughs> literally. Right, okay. So I'm, my number five. First of all, I'm going to have to caveat this by saying I'm going to have to call this whole list the uh, Gangstar Memorial list. Oh, right, true. Just because yeah. I wanted to put Step in the Arena in it. Because I fucking love, I love Premier. He's my favourite fucking producer pretty much in right. all hip hop. About as fucking good as it gets. But uh, could if it had been any one of the other Gangstar records, it would have done it. For sure. Step in the Arena, it's got it's got some great tunes on it. It's a fucking brilliant, brilliant record, but there's just five others this year. This the, the, It says it's so much about the quality. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And number five, I'm going to go with the first Naughty by Nature record. Okay. Nice. All right, right, now... Naughty by Nature had some big pop hits. OPP with a big Michael Jackson... Was, sorry, Big Jackson 5 yeah, sample, yeah. right? The, the fact of the matter is that these days... Naughty by Nature are on nineties retro package tours, touring around with fucking Tiffany and things like that, right? Really? Yeah, and I think oh, that that's is bleak. It's, wow. it's bleak, man, because they did that thing. They hit that mainstream. They hit that big mainstream money, and but I think they spent all of it. Right? Oh yeah. god! Like, oh, it's so sad. Like that is that is one of the things that's sad about being a hip hop fan is like seeing what happens to old rappers. Like hip hop yeah. doesn't really look after legacy acts in the same way that rock does. No. Like you know you don't get to like headline festivals forever. Rap's always about the new. Hip hop's always about what's coming next. And hold that thought actually because there was a record I'll talk about in this one. I, sure. I think that's a really good example of it as well. Um, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You know, hip hop is always but it, it cannibalizes its old a little yeah. bit. And, and you know maybe that's starting to change a little bit now, but. But not in any way that's good for anyone that's died. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so look, at the heart of Naughty by Nature, I mean, the, the, the production on this record again, it's it's pretty Motown based. Right. It's not like it's got any great level of innovation, but they're all good solid beats. But what what makes this record is Tretch. Right. That's that's for me as a as a an MC fan. Tretch is one of the great people that should always be in the conversation and generally isn't these days. Right? No, well, it's definitely yeah. overlooked. And you know, like I, 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 what I was really glad is when we watched that um uh fucking what's that what was that uh a jimmy iveen documentary called uh, the... the defiant ones defiant that's the one yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. uh what i was really glad when eminem came on he pretty much name checked the exa- my favorite verse on this record which is the first verse from yoke the joker which is the opening track uh-huh. and it's just fucking, like it's like tretch is, I mean, just listen to it man he's just out of control on this record man my name is tretch and i'm a triple star mc man that's a fucking line and a half as well Although that makes it sound like you work at McDonald's. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Yeah, the internal rhymes within that immediately just yeah. not like it's yeah. 
It's just the way it fucking shifts in and around because that beat is taut, right? And he's rhyming quicker and he's just in. And it, it, yeah. Oh, it's so fucking lovely. And this album is full of fucking moments like that. Right. right. So, you know, obviously OPP is a big track everyone knows. Of course. And I still like OPP. I've got love for OPP. Oh, it's good fun. You can't, you can't yeah. hate on it. Oh, it's too. good fun. Yeah. I'll tell you, I don't like hip hop or A. I, I understand that. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I never really loved hip hop or A yeah. at the time as well, but it, that was more of a kind of a breakthrough moment. Yeah, whatever it was. I. I took against that anyway. but OPP's great fun yeah, yeah totally but yeah you know, you got, I mean, attractively you've got Guard Your Grill you've got uh, Strike a Nerve Pin the Tail of the Donkey which has got this big funky drummer sample in it right. uh, if you're ever a computer gamer or anyone if you ever played uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 that's I fucking did yeah. Yeah. well you would know you'll know Pin the Tail on the Donkey then that's definitely in there yeah. so look one of, actually, genuinely, the Tony Hawk's game uh, like, are part of my route into being a hip hop fan. Oh, really? <laughs> genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. probably a lot of people's yeah. easy. In- a lot of like suburban white lads like me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's it's why an awful lot of us know all the words to Alien Ant Farm songs. As well. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, there's no other reason to know words <laughs> to fucking new metal tracks. Jesus, what a bleak period of music that was. <laughs> fucking burn two thousand and one. <laughs> Says the man who likes libertines. <laughs> you can go get fucked. They're, they're an exciting movement at the time. I mean, I'd rather go and see Limp Biscuit, but um, <laughs> right, look. So, super sample heavy. Uh-huh. This is for me like kind of almost the thing that uh, kickstarted being able to have a big, credible kind of semi-gangsterish hip hop record. Mm-hmm. But have big singles on it. People weren't yeah. really allowed to. Do, you know, you could be Heavy D in the Boys, right? You could, well, you could if you wanted. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you, you know, you had to have these kind of crosser. But you know, OPP, right? It's a song about cheating, and yeah. it's basically, you know, it's either people's pussy or other people's penis, yeah. right? That's what it is, and they got it into the fucking charts, mm. right? And that's, you know, you can you can say what you like, but that's a, a good stretch. That oh no, exactly. That. I, that, I love when that sort of shit happens. Yeah. Whenever something goes top five. And you go, fucking hell. I bet you fucking past. loved my ding a ling, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what were we saying? <laughs> I thought you guys hadn't met. Ebenezer <laughs> Goods. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. so yeah, so I'm going... I'm, like, okay. LPP is a song that slaps so hard. If you if you genuinely are like, oh, that song's not good, you've got no soul. Nah, he's, like, he's, come on. It's, it's like, you, like, there is a level of, like, where you're just trying to be cool too hard. If yeah. you don't like OPP... Like, I, I, like, just get the fuck out. Get yeah. the fuck out. I've got no time for you I mean, as a human being. I mean, it's fucking ABC yeah. by the Jackson 5. Yeah. It's like massive. Yeah. Like, that, that song is a cheat code. It's just like, look, it's not like the <laughs> cleverest rap song of all time, but it slaps so hard. Yeah. Like, we discussed this last week. Michael Jackson's songs are so good that people don't mind that he was a paedophile. Yeah, yeah exactly, that, man. That, exactly. That, 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 that's a level of good. That's how like, good you get. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so that's your number five. Indeed. What's your number Talk four, my brain? Uh, my number, my number four, we'll talk about later on, uh, because you've got it elsewhere in your chart. Okay, all right, and fair enough. Well, so I'll do my number four, which mm-hmm. is uh, Black Sheep's uh, Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. Uh huh. And did you have that at the time? Uh, I had this. Because I got it years later. I, I had it a little bit later. This was this was something that I had. I had a couple of the tracks on mixtapes that other people had done. Me. Okay, yeah. Uh, and so, and I, again, I, I've never owned a physical copy of this. Oh, but I've, I've got a CD. But I've had got tapes it in, of it, like an HMV sale in 1998. Yeah, no, I, 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 I had this on tape for for a long while. Me, me, I think me and my my good pal Neil bonded uh-huh. over this record a lot. Is that right? Yeah, he sent us a top five, and this is in his top five. As okay. Well. Um, so. Yeah, 
this isn't an album I'm massively familiar with, to be honest with you. Like, See, I might know a couple of tracks off it, but oh, um, yeah, you you I'm will, sure I will. You will definitely know a couple of tracks. Basically, yeah. um, Black Sheep are the forgotten members of the Native Tongues. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. They're the you know they were all that was that was that's the whole intro of the song. So like, every every crew has got a Black Sheep, and we're the Black Sheep of that family, cool. right? And they you know they put out this record, put out another record, split up in ninety five in yeah ninety five kind of acrimoniously, but they had solidly a in the golden era. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> so look, man, play the remix of uh, the "Choice Is Yours." That's that's the one. Yeah. You right, want. Like, I, I, like, I'm sure I will. But this will be one that is on all the mixes I listen oh, to. Oh, and this is this yeah. is one that will get played in clubs and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this beat here it comes. Oh yeah, I fucking love this tune. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like this is this is what I was talking about at the beginning. I don't know what anything's fucking yeah, called yeah, or fucking who's done it, but I know the tune. Yeah, yeah. this is a, yeah, this slaps. Good choice. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm back in the game, Dave. I'm with you now, man. And this is a bit later on where it goes. Engine, engine, number yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the exactly. new... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick it up, yeah, pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Shouts to Fat Man Scoop. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking right. Mate, right, I know, sorry for the tangent, but um, last year I went to see Sean Paul live. Oh, right? yeah. My mate, my mate bought me a ticket because it would be a laugh. Uh-huh. I'm like, we've got to see Sean Paul. And the support was Fat Man Scoop. And Jesus, I, right? Yeah, all right. I saw, I gen- <laughs> this genuinely happened. I saw a shirtless Fat Man Scoop do No Woman No Cry. Oh, no. <laughs> and Sean Paul could not follow that. <laughs> Like, that no. is the most entertaining thing I have wow. ever seen. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that on record that that actually happened. I mean, I would imagine if you were a woman and you saw that, you would cry. <laughs> that would be your first reaction. I mean, you, you, I, I don't know what you'd cry. Probably help. No, I, don't, I, I don't reckon women would cry because all the moisture would be going straight to the flat. <laughs> There's, there's nothing coming out of the face. Lower the flats for landing. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry to derail. Jesus Christ. Right. So, I mean, I've chosen this. Re- I mean, uh, my, my reasons for liking this record are not that complex. I think yeah. fucking Drez is an amazing rapper. Right. Really, really good. Uh, this has a lot of the great stuff that you get from uh, Native Tongue stuff, but it's grimy. It's okay. grimy and it's dirty, and it's there's loads of kind of fucking horrible sex rhymes on here. I was but, so, whenever I first heard this album, yeah. you know, because I knew. Choices yours, and I think it was one other I, I yeah, knew of because they released a single. I bought the album; it was cheap. Fuck it, why yeah. not? Yeah. I was amazed at how filthy this album. Yeah, is. yeah, it's, it's all There's about a fucking. Lot of filth. I mean, let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, my favorite line. You know, either I love a posse cut, right? of course, right? Posse cut is my favorite thing of the golden era. Favorite when you get a fucking bunch of MCs in a fucking room and they start trading off each yeah, other. Right? Yeah. I think that's and. Uh, one of my favourite posse cuts of all time is on this. It's called Past the 40. Okay, yep. Right, and just listen to the fucking first verse on this, right? Because there are some incredible lines in this, man. Right. Like a 
Wow. This Holes come by the crib for a free hysterectomy. I've got a dick that I brag about. I put it in fast and I drag it out. That's so fucking good. That's so fucking good, man. Anyway, so literally, uh, like, it's an album full of fucking great little fucking uh, lyrical moments. The, mm-hmm. the album's about it, it's it's basically it's, it's a it's a native song, tongues record that isn't quite as I guess worthy some right, of the times sure, yeah, yeah. it's not quite as conscious and I've got as we will see I've, that's not something I necessarily have a big problem with but it's just a fucking great record it's, it's just a lot of fun it's dirty yeah. it's oh, not yeah. fun it's oh god yeah and that's what this album is from start to finish it's fun yeah yeah. No, I've no, got a lot stuff. of time for that in hip hop like you know you can get a bit pale face sometimes I, li- I like it when it's a laugh Oh well, we need to send you a copy of. Have you ever heard the? Uh, who was it? it? Was fucking Jay? Was it Jay Zone? The ignorant oh, mix. I can't yeah, that was Jay Zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jay Zone. There's a mix called ignorant. ignorant, right? And it's everything from. It's basically it's a mix of the most disgusting sex rhymes. Nice. That, um, and I'm, what's it, the, my favorite track on it's called Dookie Shoot. That just goes Dookie Shoot, Dookie Shoot. Gonna stick my dick in your Dookie Shoot. That's awesome. <laughs> my favorite sex lyrics of all time are Biggie. Uh, she, uh, used to lick the clits a lot, but. Licking clits had to stop because you all don't know how to act when the tongue go down below. Let the funk flow. Really though, I got the cleanest, meanest penis. <laughs> you never seen this stroke of genius. So good. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. Oh, so don't fucking. Don't think about Biggie's cock though. Well, <laughs> we all know was it a Biggie? Uh, anyway, it's notorious. <laughs> okay, Krista, that's my number four. What's your number three? I have gone for Ice Cube's death certificate. My number three. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, again. I loved this at the time. I had this. Yeah. Uh, my mate taped it for me. And I think it's one of those ones because it was taped for me, I only had 45 minutes of it and I right, yeah, didn't yeah. have a, so like the, whatever was on the last bit of side too. But this is full of brilliant, brilliant rhymes for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got the anger that he brought to NWA. It's got the real kind of the passion, the fury. Uh, but the, uh, whenever we'd seen Kill It Will earlier this year, yeah. which was a Bomb Squad production, this is now Lynch Mob, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a slightly different sound. And you can see, again, where he's going to be going in the future. Mm-hmm. This is does have more of a laid-back West Side sound. Sure, and there yeah, are yeah. some elements. That sounds similar to the G-Funk thing that's coming through, but it's not as chilled as... You know, as, as he would go. Yeah, he, you know, he he went a little bit too far down that road for me. Yeah, I li- I really I like um I like I like it when you get like a really chilled beat with a with just a, an aggressive verse on it. I uh-huh. think like the combo of those two things could be like yeah. so fucking good. I mean, this, this is you know, because he took a ton of shit for going east coast. Yeah, uh, with America's Most Wanted, he took you know, and that was the, uh, I think you know you hear a load of the stuff on the NWA album with them just dissing him for going to the Selling East Coast. Um, you know, he'll take a load of shit from that later on as well. Um, so the, obviously, this is him going back to the West Coast roots, coming back with that sound. We've discussed I, this. You know, I've listened to this record again recently. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still a great record. Again, this hits the fucking. This hits my can't really listen to songs about paedophilia kind of buttons, okay, right? right. And that's kind of my problem with it, right? It's like, you know, I've got a couple of hard and fast rules, right? And like, it's why I can't listen to Brand Nubian anymore because of that. You know, I can stand it if someone drops a fucking word I don't like, but yeah. when your song is about beating the shit out of gay people, yeah. I'm not listening to no, the that, fucking song, yeah, right? Sure, that's because yeah, that. I feel like, you know, in the same way as I'm not listening to Screwdriver. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right? And... 
this record for all of its good for all of its great points that's the thing that gets me right and i realize that that's hypocritical in this in the scale of stuff that i'm prepared to accept right right but that's just where i am with it i'm just like oh, i can't listen to that because he's going to talk about fucking a 14 year old girl again right okay and i find that difficult but this is a but you know like putting that aside this has a great record it is no, it is and it's also interesting to note that that would be the rule rather than as well the the potential racism about you know Korea and yeah. the stuff about and I don't know Vaseline the gay stuff but there if there's a, if there has to be a line fair fucking fourteen year old girls that's fair yeah, that's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a line yeah. to draw and I think that there is uh, two sides to this because you've got songs like you know it's steady mobbing is just a great fun big, yeah, big yeah, tune yeah, yeah. you know you've got uh, the wrong nigga to fuck with which yeah. is a bam that's a yeah, slap that's, in your that's, face that's, 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 that's like slaps. sure but then you also do have giving up the nappy dog yeah. which is about saying to some people um, by the way I'm going to fuck your daughter yeah. she's a slut yeah. and you know you've got look who's burning which is about STDs yeah. and so there's the, the kind of the comedy outrageousness and I want to be as offensive as possible that he can't he hasn't got away from yet but he's also there's a lot of good polemic stuff on here yeah you know and he he did call You're it right. he, he has got he called it the death side and the, the birth side the death side is where we are now the birth side is where we go so he's maybe even a little bit aware that he's stuck with some of these ideas in his head but wants to be better and you know Ice Cube was he was always you know in Criticising Ice Cube for controversy is like yeah. criticising yeah. Marilyn Manson. Or... Yeah, that was the point. Yeah. That was the fucking point. And yeah. uh, you know, like I'm, I'm, I, th- I think I'm much more like I, I'm. F- I don't really mind any of this, like content-wise. I, t- I totally treat it as this is just a guy on record spouting a load of shit. Sure. You know, if I find out they're actually doing stuff, that's a different matter. Yeah. But like lyrical content, I like, like I said, like. If it's got a good tune, if it, no, yeah, and that's the thing. So I'll, I'll overlook a lot in the in the content, and I will as well. Right, and that's that's the it's just the fucking thing got in my head on this record, mm. and, and that, when it gets in your head, yeah, yeah, you're right. like, and you get to thinking you're like, oh, I fucking know that, oh, and yeah. it just kind of gets in you, you know. To be honest, I'd rather Ice Cube made tracks about shagging thirteen year olds than you know, like family friendly Christmas films. Oh god, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> please, yeah. Like, that feels like more of a betrayal to me. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you know that Pat and Oswalt bit about uh, about PG certificate pornography. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. That is and werewolves and lollipops. Anyway, right. So that's that's where uh, yeah, I am. No, okay, fair enough. I, I, I understand. Well, I think uh, like you, you can't like. Uh, I think you you would find it hard to argue that wasn't one of the albums of the year. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think and, it's brilliant. And you know what, man? Yeah. The, the truth of the matter is, those reservations I've got probably wouldn't stop me putting it in my list, right? Mm, sure. If it weren't for the fact that I like all the albums I've got on my yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. There's, there's fine. other choices, exactly. but uh, I like you know if I, if I had got round to doing a top five, this is in it. It'll be me. there. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's top notch, and yeah. I think this is before for me at least. This is before Ice Cube went to shit. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah. I think that the Predator is next album. Was iffy. I right. think the Predator is a better record than. Do you? I don't think that. I think Predator. I'm with Christian on this one. I think yeah. I think Predators. Uh, so off. I think that for me was the start of me going. Oh, Ice Cube's gone off. Mm. Fair enough. This is still for me. Ice Cube at its peak. Predator's got fucking wicked on it. It's got oh, yeah. big black boots. Like, it's, got... It's, it's got tracks. It's got <sighs> tracks. I, I, I think that's that... a whole album though. I prefer this. Actually, I, I, well, I, I mean, you're both entitled to your fucking entirely wrong opinion. <laughs> 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 Predator is 
the best Ice Cube album. In Fair my enough. Opinion. Okay, well, there you go. that's my number three. You know Ice what? Cube. I'm going to listen to Predator later. I'll give it another. I'll give it another run out. I'll give it another run out, and I'll Predator come back and tell you why you're wrong. Great record. <laughs> Fair enough. And I tell you what, also, it's really good. Like Predator is the only one that pr- produced an entire remix album of just basically the same fucking tracks again. Is that a good thing? <laughs> no, there's some really good versions of some of the tracks on there. Fair enough. Anyway, um, so right, look, my number three, and I. I'm, I'm like fuck it. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to caveat it with anything. Right? No, like, don't apologise, man. I'm fucking not stand your ground. Say your shit. shit, man. My number three is Ice T's OG original Gangster. Ah, right? Sure. Okay. Okay. Now, of everything on this list, this is the album that is dated the worst right. to, yeah. to some degree, right? Yeah. Because the you know Ice T practically invented gangster shit, right? Mm-hmm. Practically did. If you you go back to Rhyme Page, you go back. He's uh, definitely one of the people in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, the first there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he did that thing of taking, you know, uh, you know, kind of taking the, the kind of the iceberg slim kind of pimping model, mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of original kind of beat poetry and stuff, and 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 like those old pimp stories, and he turned it into something hip hop based, right? right sure. And you know what, right? He was never the best rapper. Right. Yeah, it was always a That's kind of. A he's not. He's not a fucking flow master. But what he did have was power and personality. You know when it's Ice T on a track, right? And we've kind yeah. of forgotten mm-hmm. him about him being a rapper now because it's been so long since he did anything any good. No, was, yeah, he's more just a vague personality. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just like, like yeah, what does he do now? <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's, he's a, a he's something just, to do he's with, IT. Something to something IT. IT. Yeah, he's <laughs> IT. <laughs> Call it through to the IT department. Yeah. I'm having problems with my emails. But like you know, again, we're talking about provocateurs. Ice yeah. T was an yeah. arch provocateur oh, at this God, point, yeah. right? What I like about it, this this album, you know, it, it's kind of got dirty, grungy beats all the way through. A lot of odd samples, weird choices, uh, but it's still got that kind of old school drum machine mechanic. It's got that kind of 808 that runs right. through it, you know, rather than the, you know. So it, it kind of feels like an older record than it does, some it, of these. It feels a bit eighties. Yeah, this is one of the ones where you know what we were talking about earlier. How some things are sort of finishing, some things are yeah. starting in '91. This feels like sort of the end of I th- a, lot, a lot of that sort of style. Yeah, you know, I think you're right, but he's also very much at the top of his game on this record. Yeah. I, I think this is the best Ice T record. Oh, really? And you know, he's yeah, he's and he's touching on all kinds of different shit, man. You know, I mean, again, word there's some really good wordplay in this. A like, microphone contract, which is like brainstorm, microphone napalm. This is it, the words from a time bomb. Right, that's fucking cool, okay. man. I like that. That's yeah. fucking jazzy. And might like might have a mad that was just got this fucking really cool smooth beat in it. New Jack Hustler, obviously, is the oh, mate. Classic. I yeah. Mean. I mean, for me, that was the one that I knew because I, it was. I just heard it on, I don't know, in, in TV. I was yeah, like, yeah. Maybe that was when he played on the Word or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But that is a banger. On yeah, that, that slaps. That, that yeah. Always was always one of my least favorite tracks on that album. Right. Okay. Bizarrely, right. right. The house, which is a song about fucking child abuse happening in the street, just like people ignoring Should've it. The street then. Maybe it could have done. No, it was happening in a house. Oh, I see. Right. In his street. Oh, I'm with you now. Not just, not just on the street. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep up with your <laughs> fucking parlance, man. Are you not aware of the nomenclature? Apparently not. <laughs> um, like Flyby, which is the big syndicate jam on there. And then you've got Midnight, which got massive kind of When the Levee Breaks sample in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, When the Levee Breaks, one of the best fucking samples in, oh, it's, ever it used works in every hip-hop. time. Right. But then you've got the first use, you've got the first body count. 
song on this record. It were introduced the world to Body Count, which is this heavy metal band. Yes. And this was a fucking clever thing he did. Because going back to what you said earlier, right? Hip hop doesn't look after its elders. Sure, yeah. Heavy metal does. And I tell you what, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. now he can take out fucking Body Count and play on any metal festival in mm. the world, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. We saw him do it last year. Yeah, indeed. And it was fun. That was great fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a shit band. Yeah. Like, yes. It's better than it used to be because, you know, some of the bad ones went away died. and died. Yeah. Uh, but, and, I mean, they were espousing some very, very terrible opinions on stage. <laughs> yes, they, were. they really were. <laughs> what, uh, were what, what were they standing oh, up for? Uh, they were going, oh, men of the world, you're just not men anymore. You're all pussies. You've all got vaginas. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm lacking this chat. <laughs> you need to get up back and start being men again. Yeah, yeah you know. That's like, yeah, that, that's, uh, the, that's uh, the issue with modern uh, society. All right, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah that, that's the issue. Men, men aren't manly enough. That's, yeah. uh, that's what like, we do. I'll be honest with you, like, Ice-T is not a rapper I've ever got into. Like, you know, I've listened to odd yeah. bits and like bits and bats, obviously, like, you know, he's been about, well, you know, well aware of his rap and everything and much respect to him, all that sort of thing, but... Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm into technical rhymers. Yeah, is the thing. I, right. I like I like technical flow, and this is it. You know, like and there are tracks that slap, but it's mainly on the beat that you know combined with him. Yeah, and like you know, he's he's good at he tells stories well. He's a good storyteller in a lot of his tracks, mm-hmm. but. It just, it, yeah, it, it, I just don't, I don't connect with this. Flow. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question. I'll ask you both. Well, how, how do you feel about a your mama joke? I love a your mama joke. The best. Okay, press, sure. press play on the track "Fried Chicken" because I think this is one of the best examples of a, of a mum joke that I've ever heard. Fair enough. Fair enough. Your nigga, your mama got two feet growing out of titties. Bitch fell down and kept running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's fucking excellent. That's fucking excellent. No, I love an abstract one though. I love wow. an abstract. Good lord. Yeah, uh, there you go. Like the, the best, like the, it's not the best mum joking rap though. The best mum joking rap of all time was in a battle rap. There's a guy called Pedro from the UK. He said it's mum joke time. Your mum's got a tattoo of the umbro You're sign. It's fucking brilliant, man. <laughs> I love it. When I heard that, I played that to Jenny yeah, I and I off. laughed about it for yeah. fucking about twenty-five wow. minutes. Unreal, man. <laughs> unreal. And that's and that is like literally, it's just the fucking perfect example. You just yeah, know yeah, what yeah. that guy's mum looks like. She's wearing yeah, a white yeah, vest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's twice as the yeah. weight of your flat. But that is that is funny as fuck. I'll give you that one. I see. So yeah. yeah, so I love this Pulse of the Rhyme Man as well. Fucking what a hook on that! Yeah, there's some really good stuff on this record. I listen. I fully admit there's a level of nostalgia to this. I listen to this yeah, record. Fine. I can probably I can probably rap this entire fucking record, right? right. I, know, I know all of the words. This record. yeah, but like I could if I listened to it once. It's not that complex, is it? <laughs> <laughs> there is some very nice imagery on it, young Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is a fucking man's favourite record of the last ten years by Kanye West. Go fuck yourself. Right. I'm of all time is by Kanye West. You can suck my fucking dick. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably get more out of that. <laughs> Literally. Um, right, okay, so hey, what's your number two, Krista? My number two is the self-titled Cypress Hill. Oh, David. that's what I got. Number two as yeah, well. Man. Synchronicity. Ooh, Didn't yeah. even plan that shit. See, I would have this as my number one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like, I'm such Love a huge it. Cypress Hill fan. I mean, by yeah. that, I mean I smoke a lot of weed. Really? Yes, <laughs> but, I mean, like, Cypress Hill is so good. There's so much texture in their production. Uh-huh. And, like, there's so much, like... 
Yeah, it's just they make a lot of soundscapes and like uh, yeah. Yeah, what, what's your favourite Cypress Hill record? Would you say you got an opinion on that? No, uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't pick an album honestly. Like I just, I like, I just, I, like, I, a Cypress Hill or an artist, I will just slam like again all of it on. I'll, I'll go. I'll put some. Uh, there's no Cypress Hill I don't like. Right, Even the enough. new metal Cypress Hill. All right, that yeah. All right. <laughs> when, when they're doing hip hop, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. If yeah. Anyone doing new metal can fuck off. I don't give a shit who it is. If Biggie had released a new metal album, I'd tell him to fuck off. You know, but like, <laughs> yeah. bring you but into there the are, new metal But special. to be fair, there are a couple of those new metal joints that do slap. There are a couple of, of them. That, are, like, they? They're, they're, like I will, I will sneakily, yeah, in my car, I'll be like, yeah, all right, yeah I'll let this one run. But yeah, like uh, I've got a new metal playlist, mate. I I, I think that there, there I, I couldn't give a shit about how guilty I had. There were, I I had a lovely time whilst new metal was happening. I was bouncing around clubs and getting lots of sex. Yeah. It was a wonderful yeah, but time. New for metal me. sex. Ugh. <laughs> what, fucking wallet chain slapping against your face. <laughs> you know, you, you never geared up to the start of Are You Ready? <laughs> yeah, anyway, take it to the Matthews Bridge. <laughs> No, but remind me, remind me of track listing on this album. Which one? Was oh, right? Hill. Yeah, uh, I mean, with the like, ones I've... starts with pigs. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. It goes, and yeah that's pigs. a statement of intent yeah. right there. And then fucking how I could. I mean, what the how could just, just kill a man? How, is how I could just kill a man? Is there a better hip hop track? It's like it's that's in that good. god tier. It's yeah, in that it god tier. Fucking amazing, man. And then yeah. you're into that into hand on the pump. Fuck. Yeah. <coughs> Hole in the head. This album is full of fucking banger, 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 banger. Like amazing lyricism as well. They're really under. Great lyricists, I think. Like, it's a, like technical rappers. And when you say and when you say they are, you mean be real. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. one of the things that we should say is that you know, Cypress Hill, they have a sign, yeah. yeah, and their sign is mugs and be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless Sendog. I know you God need yeah. you need Sendog in there. Great for it. He, he grinds it. He's some gravitas in there. Best supporting got, artist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, the flavour, flavour. He's the flavour, flavour. He's the guy that repeats be real rhymes in his voice. Yeah, you know, he's an excellent hype man. He's great. Yeah. Hype man, and like a rap crew needs a good hype man. Sure, but Cypress Hill. It's you, you think of their sound, it's the blunted beats of mugs, and it's the high nasal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's but, this night. <laughs> it almost sounds like he's doing it to be you know, uh, for comic effect. Whenever I first heard it, it was like, is, is he going to stop at some point? Yeah, yeah. But no, no, that's well. It's it almost is. like you know, you know, if, if if you're looking for like a comparable voice, the closest you get to is Quasimodo, yeah. which isn't a real person. No, no. <laughs> he is doing that for a fact. Again, yeah. it's, it's, it's that thing of like a, a unique sound of a rapper. Yeah. Like as soon as you hear "Be Real," spit, you're like, you're like, no. you know, it's "Be Real," and you're and, in. Indeed. And, like, yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. and you look. I mean, I came to this album. I got this after I heard Black Sunday. No, same here. Yeah, and like, I thought Black Sunday was a great record, and. And the rare thing with this one is I went back to this one and normally it's the first thing of a sound that you stick to. Yeah. And I went back to this and I went, oh no, this is the joy. I mean, I love yeah, Black yeah. Sunday. I'm not slagging Black Sunday off. It's no, great. No, no, it's fucking incredible. But it is second division compared to this fucking record. Well, it's, it really this is. This is where they crystallised everything they, they were and needed to be. Mm. Black Sunday is an extension of that, but it's not much of a progression or anything. Yeah, it's it's, like, just a, it's like, like a polish. Oh, there's, here's some yeah. more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, I mean, I really, you know, I really like the stuff they go on to do. But this, I think, is as good as they ever fucking yeah. got, man. It's yeah, just it's so flawless. It's, raw, it's absolutely flawless. Like this sort of era, like of Cypress Hill. Like, yeah, just... it's got the funk to it. It's got the big it's beat it. on it. it, it they, 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 can, they can move smooth. all over. Like they can go really laid back in the most chilled out, relaxed beats. But then they can go hard as yeah. well. Like you know, they, they they straddle a lot. Well, they they are. They're going between the the gangster thing of you know, hand on the palm 
jump and Hulk just, Hulk kill, just a kill a man. But then you do have uh, all of the weed songs, Sadly. which are just the smoker smoker yeah, songs. Completely, I like they, they, It is the perfect music to smoke weed to. It just mm. is. It's like locked in. It's like it's the same as like you know early house records with ecstasy, like Cypress right. Hill with weed. <laughs> It's just the perfect combo. It's designed it's, for it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's by stoners for stoners. Yeah, and it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it is, man. If you sit, yeah. sit and listen to like, um, uh, like fucking something for the blunted yeah. or um, fucking uh, stoned is the way of the, the walk. walk. Yeah. yeah, and like, but like, what I like with them is it, it sort of has all sides of weed culture as well. You get a lot of the weird paranoid anger okay. as well. You, you, that see. that props just... up in Cypress Hill. You can see that you know it's not just the chilled out laid back right. vibe. It's like you know. They've messed yeah, themselves up a bit as well. There is that sort of like some of the, some of the songs feel a little bit discomforting sometimes in the production. There's sort of a little okay. there's something slightly off. Like Sam Dog you... hiding behind you, repeating your lines. <laughs> well, I tell you, if you, if you like that side of things, there was a there was a thing that Be Real did, and I think Mugs had something to do with it as mm. well. Um, yeah, uh, that was called Psycho Realm, which right. is it's kind of. Do you remember that record? No, it's kind of disappeared a little bit. It was one of those things that came out when people had a lot, when social were big and had some money. Yeah, but it was some fucking killer jams on that. Oh, man. Nice, man. So again, I, I really if, like horrorcore. Like I really, yeah, like um, so yeah, like that might be my sort of. Genre. Oh yeah, go and check that out. You, yeah. if, if you're in like your horrorcore okay. stuff. Definitely go and check out the the, the psycho realm. Oh, cool, yeah. I'll give um, that a All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think this is a, a, a pretty classic. much... A, a, it is a We're all in agreement. Yeah. This yeah. is a fucking incredible album. And on any other year, this would have been number one. Fair enough. I, you know, I, yeah. and to be honest with you, it's almost... Any other year... Any other well, year? I know what you mean. This is all, <laughs> well, not any other year, but this is this stands to the quality of this record yeah, yeah, this yeah. year. That that's not where I've put number one. Sure, but. Also, it, there's not much between this and number yep. one for me. That's the truth of the matter. Yeah. No, right? no one okay. would be upset if this was your number one instead. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, for mine, there is there is a quite a leap. Oh, but okay, fair enough. Oh, oh, right, right, oh, so, okay, so what's your number one? My number one is Public Enemies Apocalypse 91. Okay, fair enough. And yeah, I, 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 I knew that. Brilliant. I mean, I knew that that would be your number yeah. one. No, I'm such a, a big fan of PE from this time. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily 91, but from the 88 to 91 period. Sure. I think they are on top of the game I think Chuck is still just incredible I think the production is out of this world you know when when you think of the first track on that album is uh, Lost at Birth which is basically just an intro it's uh, the the beats and then Chuck comes in and plays those four lines and then there's you know Terminator Extraction it's an introduction to the band and it's so fucking good that's what they still use to come on it's such a cacophony of discord and that's what I'm saying brilliant that's what I do love with Public Enemies production is that sort of wall of sound you get it's it's so dense and there's so many things going on at once and it just smacks you around the face they're not there's no subtle production here no there's no no, like nimble delicate things it's just wham and like I love that like that's that's the thing I really like I really rate with Public Enemies have you ever seen monster sound have you ever seen the way that they put their beats together I've never watched them okay. produce a beat. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I mean, again, I've just, just heard them talk about it in yeah. the past. But what they'll do is they'll just basically give everyone a fucking sampler or an instrument or whatever, and they'll just let they'll let a beat play and they'll jam shit out. Yeah. And then they'll listen back to the recording and they'll just cut bits out of that and make beats out of fucking yeah. moments. Uh, it's, it kind of sounds like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of maximal production. Mm. You know, it's, it's yes. maximalism. It's throw everything at it. Yeah. And it feels, it sounds 
sounds like that. Sounds like ch- someone chucking a kitchen at your head. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. They, they did say on this one, apparently, that um, Hank Shockley said that they lost the tapes uh, when they were doing the production on this, and like years' worth of tapes, and had to start completely from scratch, which is why it doesn't sound necessarily as dense as the previous couple, right? Sure. Because they didn't have the time to really just go into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bit more live instrumentation on this, so you can hear on things like By the Time I Get to Arizona with a massive just mm. funk, bow, yeah. bow, 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 that sort of stuff. But when it is in full effect, it's still for me up there. You know, you got songs like Can't Trust It, mm. absolutely fucking blinding. Uh, I mean, fair enough, shut them down. The remix is better. Yeah, um, the I mean, Pete Rock the, remix is, is a mile better than the, the, the original, the, but it's still. Shout out to Pete Rock, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, actually, Pete, Pete Rock and CLC really had a record this year that we Did haven't they? discussed. Yeah, oh, we... fuck then. You guys are all fucking idiots. <laughs> That's in my top five. I didn't notice this year. Pete Rock and CL Smooth, I'm all yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that, that Pete Rock and CL Smooth uh, mix is. I would say the best Public Enemy song. It's incredible. It's mm. fucking it, it, wonderful. It works yeah. so perfectly for what Chuck is doing. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it absolutely elevates it to a different But that level. fucking Chuck drawing where he's just like fucking, I testified, my, my mama, mama cried. cried, black people died when the other man lied. Yeah. That's See such an iconic listen to me bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so oh, fucking good, man. Plus, um, it had the Anthrax version of Bring the Noise on the end. Amazing. Which made me so happy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm so sad that we've never seen that live. No, I know. Look, I totally get where you're coming from this record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but it's not in your fucking top five. No. It's not in my top five. It meant a lot to me at the time. Yeah. Is the See, what thing. this yeah, album yeah. meant to me at the time was it's not as good as Fear of a Black Planet. Right. And that's how I felt about it at the time. And I never quite lost it. I've been back and listened to this because we talked about it over yeah, the last indeed. few weeks. I've listened to it a few times. Um, and it is a great record. Right? Mm. It's, it, it's better than, you know, I'll, t- I'll choose this record over 99% of fucking records. Right. But... It doesn't make the list because I, I don't think it's I, I think it's patchy in a way that the last two Public Enemy albums Fair are. Enough. Uh, Fair and, enough. And you know I, I'm not going to fucking try and piss on your parade on it at all because I don't want I don't want to fucking give you oh, that. No. Dude, it was because <laughs> I want you to love it as much. No, no, as you this do. is the thing because I loved it so much in 1991. That's just stuck with me. Yeah. You know yeah. I didn't have the the reservations that you did at the time. Yeah. So I'm just solid on this. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Love Fair it enough. to bits, mate. Yeah, I think I think it's great. Again, it's not it's not my favourite uh, Public Enemy album, but like no, not it's, it, you know, it's a great album, definitely. Exactly. It's for me. This is top three Public Enemy. Yeah. For you, it's probably top four. Yeah, you'd, you'd put it below, top four. Yeah, I put yeah. it. I yeah, I put it below. I put it below. Uh, Bum Rush Show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, not, I, number four for me. I, that's I, a, I it's a still it's a fucking strong list. But let's face it, it's better than anything they did afterwards. Oh mate, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunately so. I mean, I yeah, they walked off a cliff after this. Yes, I, I have a lot of love for that he, uh, he Got Game record uh, that's a pretty solid record it's mm. not as good as the yeah. others but it's anyway yeah, yeah. yeah but like, I think it's like if you're a group like Public Enemy releasing a solid album isn't good enough and that's you know, exactly. if, you've, if you've been pumping out classics yeah, you can't just then release something that's a three out of yeah, five yeah this is alright isn't it yeah yeah Pardon? yeah. but you're not alright that's, exactly. that's a standard <laughs> you've set yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. But everyone gets old, man, and yeah, I'll well, say that as right. a fucking forty-four-year-old 40 man next week. Anyway, you are um, fucking old. All right, so that's my number one. <laughs> okay, so like, the, What's my, yours, Dave? well, my number one is what you had at number four, sure. uh, which is uh, a tribe called Quest, Low in Theory. Yeah, in like, you, it's brilliant. Just yeah, it's one of these that like <laughs> even people who don't like hip hop, if you play them this. Like it's you know it's yeah. one of those it's like Fleetwood Mac's rumours but hip hop <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean and that's exactly what it is there it's you like know, that's you know it, 
if you're trying to track, uh, pick a track to talk about on this, you yeah. know, I mean, my short list of tracks for this... You, it's the whole uh, it's, fuck, You've written the yeah. whole track list in out there. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. You should. You should. It is, yeah. It it's, is you know, phenomenal. It's, you, you've got... You, you've got something you rarely have it. You've got a, you've got production at top of their game with these kind of big kind of they've really found because we talked about last year we talked about the first record and how mm-hmm. like they, uh, you know it's it's uh, it's got some moments on it but neither of us really love no, that first record. Right, this is them finding their sound yeah, right in the, the midst, one. and this is the, that productive native sounds thing, right? Yeah, and even I think this this is probably the best album of that sort of style. I, th- I think that, uh, yes, I, I can't think of a better one right yeah. now. You know, uh, it, the only other one you could argue, only other one you could argue with would be three feet three high. Three feet high rise. would oh, be right, a yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, 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 but yeah. you're talking about the more jazz orientated thing. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of, yeah. Like, I, 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 I would put this top for me. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I would as well. I mean, you know, midnight. You can make a case for midnight rewards, but I've always preferred low in theory. Yeah. Right. Okay. And because I mean, as much as anything, man, just the intro to bug it out, man. You got that cute. It's got iconic artwork as well. This album, like really iconic. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that that tribe style in it. Yeah, with the, with the yeah the, the red, green, and black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Afrocentric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was this was you know kind of part of the birth of that Afrocentric Afrocentric movement as well. Yeah. You know? yeah. Fucking great. Man. It's unreal, unreal. I I like, the, got... the rhyming is so good. The production mm-hmm. is gorgeous. Like. It's, it's yeah, it's another flawless album. This one, absolute ten out of ten. For, for me, there's a couple that are a bit subpar, which is why it was at number four. For right. me. I think okay. there's a couple. I think this is okay. It's I think fantastic. you're insane. But it's there one are, I would listen to okay. as a whole album and be like, oh, "That's great." And yeah, it, I, I think you're wrong. As, as, a, as an album, as a work, <laughs> as a as a whole piece. I, mean, I think. I mean, what? On here is not a great song. I don't know which one. Is, I, to be honest, I, 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 no, I kind of like what actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got that funky kind of uh, bass start on it, hasn't it? That, that nearly made my list of that nearly made my shortlist, but I went. I'm writing down all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I mean, the thing is, we should mention on on uh, bugging out though. He goes uh, prescient line on there. I drink a lot of soda, so they call me Doctor Pepper. That's a sad line from a man that died of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking re- no, I'm not fucking making light of Fife Dog. Rest in peace, Sorry, Fife Dog, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But this Trust has been a fight. year of fucking MCs basically talking a lot of shit about the thing that will kill them. Yeah, yeah it true. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking like sugar or fuck. In vaginas, you yeah, know, that's <laughs> what a way to go, either of them. So, did you know this at the time? Did no. you have it? No, no, it, about, it was no a couple about, of years later, I got uh, Drew played me this, yeah. So, yeah, I've been, been about yeah, 94, about 94 or so, yeah, for me as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking hell, man. Uh, and this is also one of because I have often said on this podcast, especially. I'm not a fan of jazzy hip hop. It's not my thing. Right. Dave is a big fan of, of a lot more than me. Yeah, I like a bit of jazzy hip hop. I don't really like jazz. I like jazzy no, hip hop. I'm the same way. Do not like exactly the same way. Well, I've got a playlayst for you then. Young awesome, man. mate. Yeah, I'll send it my I, way. For, this is this is one that I will go. This works. Yeah. You know, this this works. I I get that it sounds not a million miles away from other stuff. I go. This is cack. Mm. Uh, but. For some reason, maybe it's Q-tip. It's just and it's, it it's just it's right. It's the, it's, the it, they get it, it right. It's just it's it, they nail it yeah. exactly. Yeah. The, it's it doesn't feel as uh, loose and woolly as some like jazzy hip hop can do. It's, exactly. Yeah. There, there, it seems like this, there's a point to this. Yeah, and uh, the the and also like I think I think the the. The, the rhymes sort of straddle that line between really freeform and jazzy, but actually staying on the beat and mm-hmm. staying tight to it. It's still got that punch. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a wicked MC. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and the thing that separates this, you know, if you if you look at 
you know, if, if I go through my top five list and I go, okay, so I, I'm, and I've had a couple of crews on there. I had Naughty by Nature, which mm, is sure. Tretch and KG as the rappers. You got uh, Black Sheep, got Drez in there. Uh, uh, you know, you got Cypress Hill where you've got Be Real Way of the Send Dog. Yep. But you know, Tribal Quest is separate by the fact that both Fife and Q-Tip are fucking both amazing rappers. Sure. Yeah, Q- Q-Tip gets all the plaudits, but never no, underestimate Fife. So man. good, man. Yeah. So good. And like, I mean, yeah. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Was so good. <laughs> but yeah, like unreal. Uh, like yeah, it's it's yeah, it's totally one of those like whoever's taking the verse, you're, you're in. Yeah, you're yeah. In. yeah, love it, mate. Both work. Like, well, it was one of those things that uh, they said whenever they released the first album, and uh, Fife wasn't on it so much. Mm-hmm. He almost left the the, the group, yeah. but then they decided he could step up and be more of a pivotal role, mm-hmm. and they can continue on, which is why he which is a much very more good choice. This. Yeah, exactly. Very and good choice. And yeah. let's you know, obviously, the, the main thing about this record—not the main thing, but one of the main things about this record—is even though you've got a leaders of the new school record coming out this year, yeah. this is the record that introduces the world to Buster Rhymes, exactly. and we got to play that, haven't we? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, you cannot fucking fault Buster. This is, this I is... love Buster. Like, but I, I, I well, there's a man who has his own sound. Yeah, like lyrically, nothing. Like you know, a lot of it's just noises. No, but he does it very well. So good. Yeah. This it's... is, you know, like Buster's uh, verse on this is if I if I had to have a top five, yeah. this is one of the only things where like I know I don't know what number it'd be, but it would be in the top okay. five. Okay. Yeah. No, um, but let's, let's get to that, actually. So here's Buster Rhymes with the scenario. Watch as I combine all the juice from the mine. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon. Now bragging, trying to reap a mind, just imagine. Fuck. So funky. It's just, just, he just starts hitting his gear here yeah. now. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like the one Peter Tosh. <laughs> so great. The track man, pardon me, as I come back, as I did the girl, I had to beg your pardon. When I travel through the turn, I roll with the squadron. That's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'll, I'll be honest, that is fucking great, but that is not even my favourite rah rah lyric of all time. My favourite rah rah is uh, it's the start of a red man track. He says, "I, I go rah rah like I got cerebral palsy." <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard every time. I know it's not okay. I know it's not okay. But fuck me, is it oh, funny? Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's uh, incredible. But that is so good. That Buster verse, like that, that like it just. Oh, Buster! Buster is one of those people. You just gets your head nodding. You just can't yeah. help it. He's just got that funk in him, yeah. and like, yeah, absolutely love it. This album's so good. Good shout, Dave. Thank you. Well done. Right, so that brings us to the end of that list, yeah. man. There you um, go, brilliant. What a year for hip hop, man. What a yeah, fucking year, man. Fucking incredible year. Yeah. I mean, like every year from now on for a good while is incredible. Yeah, indeed. Whenever we did the roundup last year of 1990, yeah. we did our favorite albums, and there were, you know, there were hip hop albums in there, but there were so many this year. You can see such yeah. a fucking massive thing coming through. This is why we did it. An actual different podcast just for hip-hop yeah because it's it's it deserves it now it deserves it now like yeah incredible year of hip-hop i'm gonna like like it's great like it's spat off loads of shit that i'm gonna be listening to for the next next couple of weeks i'll send you some links yeah dude send me playlists uh like yeah all the the stuff we've talked about coming on yeah cheers man thank you for having me it's been very enjoyable well plug some shit man i will do uh yeah the main thing is uh i've got a stand-up comedy special on youtube uh that i made myself it's called too big to fail so if you search rob mulholland too big to fail 
So I'll we'll, make we'll link me. it in the uh, That'd description be great. for this Cheers. as well. Yeah, you can watch an hour of me yeah. doing stand-up there, and it's dead funny. And we've both seen it. Yeah, we saw you at Edinburgh. Absolutely brilliant. It's Thanks fucking great, mate. I saw it three times. You I didn't fucking mean did, to. yeah, I know. You kept accidentally having to come back. Well, I, fucking, I came, I had to bring you, and then, yeah. I, then my wife came down, so I had to yeah. bring her. No, so I appreciate it, man. Yeah, so uh, that show's out there. Um, it's at Rob Mulholland on social media. And, uh, yeah... That's it. Brilliant. You can right. also see Rob uh, in a rap battle against Shuffle T if you follow his yes. uh, YouTube. Yeah, if you yes. want to check his credentials. Did, uh, yeah, if you want to see me uh, spitting some fire, I actually held my own really well. I was, Mate, I was really impressed. Thank you, man. Really, like, uh, really impressed. Yeah, like, I, I got the win on the night. I think it's debatable. I think it's a one-all. Uh, it's a two-round ra- two battle. I think it's one-all. But, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I got the decision on the night. I'll fucking take it. It's fucking right, man. Yeah, so fo- fo- Rob is very active on Twitter. Follow him up. At Rob Mulholland. <laughs> at Rob Mulholland. Very yeah. active is a good way of putting it <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing if, else if to do in, all day yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're in the Brighton and Wooden Dean area and you're about on the 8th of February you can come and see Rob uh, opening up my first Wooden Dean comedy uh, yeah looking forward to that night man it's going to be sick it's, mm. it's going to sell out it's, gonna, it's crazy yes. we, sold, we sold half tickets in the first weekend mate, it's, it's amazing no, I'm well looking forward to that gig so but, uh, yeah so but there might be some tickets left by the time this comes out but if not then well, fuck you I've been plugging it every week yeah. on the start of the podcast so right. there you go guys this has been a lot of fun we'll maybe do the same thing again next year absolutely so, uh, um, really good thank you for tuning in uh, if you didn't like hip hop uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about Simply Red again at some point like, if, someone, if they don't like hip hop why the fuck are they still listening no, like, yeah, that yeah. is on you if you've listened to this whole thing and you don't enjoy hip hop <laughs> that is your fault you're a moron don't come to my fucking shows <laughs> <laughs> and there you go bro. Yeah. they won't be able to find their way there anyway would they <laughs> guys it's been lovely uh, we will be back next week with the first part of our uh, best of 1991 specials uh, which doesn't include hip hop yeah, uh, the everything else rhymed up yeah we'll probably try and we'll probably give you a rough idea of what would have made it and what wouldn't but exactly. that's because we're fucking nerds uh, Rob thank you for being here mate pleasure uh, yeah, sorry shout out to Waffles the dog who arrived halfway Big through the podcast blah, 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 Waffles dog and uh, he normally gets a sound check and yeah see you next time guys cheers thank you for checking out this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen it was produced and edited by us for which we can only apologise we're on Twitter at PCL Podcast on Instagram, also at PCL Podcast, and facebook.com slash PCL Podcast. All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is PCLPodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on PCL Music Podcast at gmail.com.